This episode is brought to you by Brothers and Bonds Co. With an expertly curated line of Masonic apparel, gifts, and accessories, we're excited to show you what makes us uniquely Brothers and Bonds. As a listener of this podcast, we're offering you 10% off your first order with us. Just use code TRAVELINGMAN at checkout. That's uppercase, all one word, T-R-A-V-E-L-I-N-G-M-A-N. Be sure to find us on Instagram or at brothersandbonds.com. Hello, welcome to episode 44 of the Traveling Man Masonic Podcast here in the 24th District of Ohio. I'm your host, Warsaw Brother Jim Hall. On today's show, we'll feature Warsaw Brother Jason Gorney. The opinions discussed on this podcast are those of the individual and do not represent the views of Grand Lodge or any other Masonic body. Okay, we are here on the Traveling Man Masonic Podcast for episode 44 with Warsaw Brother Jason Gorney. Jason, thanks for coming on the show here. Thanks for having me, Jim. Yeah, yeah. Jason, before we get into uh, the meat of the episode, and I did this the last episode, so I made a mental note <laughs> to let you introduce kind of where you started in masonry, what time, what lodges, appendant bodies, because last last episode, I just rolled right into the meat, and then 15 <laughs> minutes later, like, hey, you know what, why don't you let everyone know where you're from? So go ahead and give us an intro on you a little bit. Uh, great. Uh, yeah. Born and raised in Toronto, Ohio, became a member of Pilgrim Lodge number 691 in Steubenville, Ohio. Okay. Yep. I joined and uh, well, got my Master Mason in April of 2005. Okay. Yep. I was originally initiated in October of 2004 that year and then finished up as a, at a one-day class in 2005. Oh, okay. Yep. Cool. Um, you know, why I know, and because we're in the 24th District, why Pilgrim Lodge when Toronto has a lodge? And I'm just thinking logistically, that's all. Good question. Uh, my father was a member of Pilgrim Lodge. Okay. So, you know, that, that was the natural place to go. Okay. Now, mm. other than father... Do you have any other family members? Yeah, my grandfather was a Mason, and I had a great uncle that was a, a Mason. So okay, all yep. Pilgrim Lodge? Um, yes, all Pilgrim Lodge. Wow, yep. nice. I yep. like that. Family tradition. I, yes, I speak tradition. on it so much. Yes. That's. What about younger? Do you have any, any other family that has came in, cousins, you know, whatever? <laughs> yeah, I, I have... Uh, Two brothers, two older brothers. Okay. And, uh, you know, they need to pay their dues if they're listening. Oh, <laughs> the secretary. <laughs> yes. Um, and then I have uh, two nephews that okay. also joined. Yeah. And a cousin that. as well. Wow. Yeah. That, you know, that's such a big, that's such a big deal. And now, now that we're a little more open about, you know, saying, hey, not you joined, but look at what we're doing and yeah. just a little bit more. I always use, you know, you'd make a great Mason. Yeah. And then I'll, you're just, yeah, I know in your head, like, ask, what's a Mason? What is <laughs> yeah, it all you're about? You're ready to pounce. <laughs> like like the ding, 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 ding. We got him. <laughs> yep. <laughs> exactly. Um, so you, you finished up through the one day class. Tell yes. me a little bit about why, because obviously you had to go through your degrees with the time that you said there. What, what happened that uh, the well, one day came up? Uh, of course, October got my entered apprentice, and then election of officers in November, installation officers in December, ah, and uh, I see. And unfortunately, at that point in time, uh, at the beginning of the year, our master at the time had some family problems. Okay. And degree work kind of got put on the back burner. 
Okay. And, you know, that's sure. to be expected and, and should happen when you're having some family issues, yeah. you know, and you, you can't be there. So uh, my dad was like, hey, we got this one-day class coming up. Let's just finish you up that way. And oh, like, that makes great. sense. Yeah, and, and that's how that ended up being. Okay. All right. Yep. Well, how about um, any other appendant bodies? Do you do any of that, or are you strictly Blue Lodge? I am a member of, let's see, Scottish Rite, okay. York Rite, Allied Masonic Degrees, and the Widow Sons. The Widow Sons. You know, just uh, something that I've noticed when you get somebody that's a part of a lot of different appendant bodies is there's usually a let's see and then their eyes go up to the ceiling <laughs> like 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 could i see into my brain to these files yes. hopefully i can access them yes yes <laughs> so you have a strong family connection yes in masonry is that the reason because there's some guys i know barry waggle you know past master of east palestine lodge He's actually the current master. Oh, sorry, Barry. <laughs> I got a lot of stuff going on. Uh, you know, his dad was, but it wasn't something that he talked to him about. And a lot of that older generation was very quiet about that. And they maybe had their rings and you saw the suits and that was kind of it. So was it something that was vocalized or you kind of found and then realized that you had family that was... It, it was vocalized. Okay. Um my dad and, and grandfather and great uncle were all very active in the shrine. Oh, okay. I grew up around the shrine, you know, from the time I was knee high, you know, yeah. I could name all the old timers, you know, okay. and just grew up around those guys, you know, uh, most of the time as a laborer for their work parties. Oh, uh, there you <laughs> go. Like, oh, come on. You're, you're hauling stuff around for us today while we do some work at the shrine club. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. Well, that's, that, that's cool because like I said, some of those guys, they lose that connection because it's not talked about. They weren't brought to lodge. Yeah. And, you know, that's – I'm not telling my kids they need to be Masons. I want them to make that choice, but I'm going to put them in every position possible <laughs> to make the right choice. Yeah. Well, when they see Masonry, yeah, it, it becomes a natural choice. Yeah. And, and that's exactly it. They're around it. They, you know, like Wade and, you know, actually we're playing – Wade and my son's team is playing today. <laughs> so, you know, once again, we're friends tomorrow <laughs> and enemies yeah. tonight. Yeah. But it, it's the kind of thing that his kids are friends with my kids and they know each other. And he, my, my son, my oldest, because my youngest hasn't been around as much, knows the officers. And yeah. He's like, oh, he's senior warden this year. Like, <laughs> yeah. 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 You yeah, want to yeah. get in line next year? That's right. <laughs> we'll put you there. You're 12. Though, you're yeah. getting, yeah. you know, we'll yeah. fudge some numbers. <laughs> but, uh, you know, another thing with jumping into masonry that I find is a lot of the guys are really history buffs. I'm a history buff. I love it. And it seems like we'll say 90% of the time because I don't like assuming I make a ass of myself daily i don't need yeah. to do that <laughs> goes hand in hand is that something that was true with you or no? yeah i you know uh, i always liked history I, i'm a big reader you know my sure. my mom managed a bookstore when i was growing up retired awesome. from a bookstore yeah. so you know if i wanted a book it was just hey you know i need this book and it was no questions asked because you know of course she was an avid reader okay. I, I just grew up with stacks of books around me and I was always interested and in, you know, medieval, chivalric. Oh, oh my God, You yes. know, and also a big World War II buff, but you sure. know what middle-aged man isn't. Uh, right. <laughs> yeah, that's right, that's right. Uh, 
so you know when, when you start putting that all together you know you're like wow this is really cool and you know then my dad being a mason and you're like well, sure. this all ties together so yeah you know. hello we have a visitor at the lodge <laughs> what another visitor oh it, it is so we have brother jack barnhouse at the lodge uh jack why don't you come over here and say hi this is an unexpected hi, brother jack. visitor good morning good morning everyone good morning. Good morning, jack. Good morning. thanks for uh sneaking on the show <laughs> you you found your way back in what are you doing oh okay cool all right see you jack <laughs> got the fire of the tyler <laughs> yeah that's it come on <laughs> Jay, we got another Jason. It's, uh, Jason Whitehead. You know, you talk about the uh, middle-aged man in history. I see this meme all the time. It's like men, when they get to their late 30s, have to make a choice. And it's like, do I really love history or do I love smoking meat? <laughs> and they're like, and it's a disgusting, yeah. you know, thing. <laughs> yeah, so I, I love it. But but it's true. It like, is. I, I love, I love watching it, you know. And you know, I took a trip, and this was way back. I was, oh, it was in between my sophomore and junior year. We went to England and France. For, oh, you know, nice. Uh, for a school trip. And to see that history and, like, Windsor Castle and Westminster Abbey and uh, Notre Dame Cathedral and all of those different. It's such a history-rich place. They, they, don't, they don't have the space to just tear down and start again the way we do. They yes. continue to use those buildings and castles and, you know, keep that history rich. It's, it's like the old joke, you know, they laugh because we think 100 years is a long time and we laugh because they think 100 miles is a long way. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Exactly <laughs> yeah. right. Uh, you know, Ohio's, what is Ohio, bigger than France? And, <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, just, exactly. Yeah. And maybe not, sorry, yeah. friend. France guys. If I think Germany's the size of Wisconsin or something. Yeah. Like that. And yeah. then, you know, you think full country and like, then you think USA is like, that's, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's hard to compare. But one, one thing with masonry that I like to get into, and it's, I think it's very pertinent now because we do have a loss in membership and that's a dual, it's a double-edged sword of, we do have an older population, you know? Yes. So obviously we know how that happens the <laughs> attrition yeah. is killing us <laughs> you know the the transfer to the the lodge upstairs yes and, and then uh you know then the, the flip side is we have a, a big chunk of guys that just never come back never whether, whether that's as an entered apprentice or they go through the one day and never come back or they go through all three and never come back it happens either way you know statistically it's about the same percentage of people coming back or traditional yeah. or one day class and, so and, I think that, you know, there's a few things to be said about that. But in your situation, why did you come back? They welcomed, welcomed me in. Okay. You, you know, that's the big thing. You know, when, when I joined and, and came in and the first time I came back to Lodge, Right, I was like, you know, our, the long lost brother. You know, yeah, everybody yeah. was happy to see me and they embraced me sure. and, and made me feel comfortable. Okay. And, you know, that was something to go back to. Right. You know. I, I think you're – that is one example of how you bring that guy in. 
You, yes. you make him, he's not, oh, he's the new guy. He sits over here and we don't talk to him. No, he's part of, you're part of Inner Circle now. Yeah, you know? yeah. And, uh, you know, a couple old-time past masters, you know, when we were doing degree work, they would sit beside me. Kind of explain. Kind of explain what was going yeah. on and this and that. And you know, it was great. You know that that you were getting the secrets. You know, yeah. you were finding out the meaning behind things because we don't. Everything we do, there's a reason. Yeah. I tell people that when they come in, you know, watch everything we do. There's a reason for everything you see. There's a reason behind it. Sure. You know, it's it's not like we're just making something up because we think it's cool. There's right. a reason yeah. we're doing reason it. You may said. not know it yet, but there's a reason for it. Well. I think that that's the beautiful thing about Freemasonry. And this is, you know, sounds like I'm on repeat sometimes. But as a nine-year Mason, a past master, current district education officer, I can sit down and watch a degree. And there are parts of the degree where when you're sitting there and you think about it, it's like, oh. I get like it. Light bulb. I get it And, now. you know, that's almost a decade later. Which yeah. You yeah. get Masonry is such a complex allegory yeah that there's so much to decipher and put into your own life and figure out you spend a lifetime yeah researching and delving into just the three blue lodge degrees exactly and, and still not get it all by the time you get called home and uh, you know that's it and i you know what that's i absolutely love that saying called home uh, <laughs> that's great i'm not ready yet but, <laughs> you but know that's another beautiful thing about freemasonry it's something i love because it, it teaches you how to grow and be a man and, and how to accept your own you know mortality yeah it's going to happen <laughs> it's going to happen be prepared for it live a good life it, it, it that's one of the most beautiful things you, you know is is the spade in the coffin yeah <laughs> you know it's it's something that i kind of touched on last episode uh I'm, I'm coaching football again, which, you know, complicates my life even more, <laughs> you know, with the podcast yeah. and the district yeah. and the jobs and the kids and yeah. the wife. But, you know, I'd coached over a decade or probably 15 years earlier. I coached for five years and it was about the football, you know, winning games and yeah. down block and an O block and all, all those other X's and O's of football. And, you know, at the end of the day, I was like, after the 10 weeks was over, I was like, oh, thank God that's over. I'm just tired, you know, running and running. And, you know, this year we're seven weeks through. And the difference, and this may be because because I'm a Mason, because I'm a parent, and it still X's and O's. It has to be, you know, that is what it is. Yeah. But I find myself consoling the boys on their day. Yes. You know, it's where, more about watching them grow. Yeah. Like, you know, when they're having a bad day and, you know, sometimes it's putting that your arm around that guy and saying, hey, man, what's up? What's going on? Yeah. Are you, you know, and they're, you know, oh, I don't know. My, you did whatever, <laughs> whatever the story is, <laughs> yeah. you know, there's always something. <laughs> yeah, there's always something. I can think yeah. about me back in those yeah. days. Oh, my yeah. God. But that's part of that making me a better man is making them better absolutely and spreading that light and whether or not they find it isn't something that's like you know hey have a good day join freemasonry <laughs> you know I'd, i never <laughs> hashtag them yeah <laughs> but <laughs> but it's something that it i can really tell with my own ashler that's like wow part of me making my ashler more perfect 
is actually helping them yes. with their Ashler. And that's that was a real eye-opening thing that just this year, it's kind of like a, a blessing that it's given me. The, the lessons Freemasonry gives you could, you know, if you, you put them, they're out in the world. Anybody can find them and, and practice them. And, sure. and some people do. I've met plenty of great guys that acted like the, you, they knew all the lessons of Freemasonry. They just never got into it. Yeah, but they're just good they, guys. They, they're just good guys. Yeah. Uh, but that's how we change the world. It, it's it's not like we can go out there and say, poof, the world is now a better place. Yeah, but look if, at my ring. Now yeah. it's all better. But if I'm a better man, I, I make the people around me better. Sure. And they exactly. make the people around them better. And it's a slow-moving process. Yeah. Uh, but that's the beautiful part of it because it's very personal. You know, you, you change the world one person at a time. Yeah, yeah. I think that, you know, that's just such a big – It's it's been such a change for me. And I don't want to say that in the sense of, oh, I didn't care about other people. But this is something where it's right in my face. You know, I can see it happening and feel it happening. And so that's my <laughs> – you know, my soapbox for today. <laughs> you know, my biggest regret was uh, waiting so long to join. I was 30 years old before I joined Lodge. What was the reasoning? Uh, yeah, I wasn't ready. Just, okay. You know, I, I grew up, you, you know, Toronto down there. Yeah, you, you know, running around. Running around, you know. And, and when I was younger, I you know, I was I, I raised some cane. You know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> as we do. You yeah. know, and, and in masonry, you have to you have to grow up before you can be a mason. Yeah. You know? But I'm still trying to figure out what I want to do when I grow up. But. I You know, I think that that's one of the big things because, you know, same here is I was, what was I, 20, 28, you know, close yeah. to 30. Yeah. And the push is younger, younger, younger. And it's true because – I think that anything younger than our median age is good. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah that, that isn't, that's one step out of the grave. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then it, there's nothing about the older guys. That, yeah. You know, they're they're still a viable part, and they're great, and they teach, and you know. But the key is when is it right? Because for myself, and I've said this before, and I it almost echoes with the way you're saying. At twenty three, no, I yeah. I would have pro I would have probably been one of those guys that two three years remitted my dues, or maybe I paid once and then and I would have just drifted off yeah. because I wasn't in a place where my life could accept masonry and take those lessons and put them to heart. Yeah, you know, it was, it was you know we were building a house or we were starting a family or i was oh, that was me you know yeah. I, I did you know my daughter was born when i was 24 years old i had priorities that i had to take care of yeah you know sure. uh, joining a fraternal organization you know to try and make myself a better man well i, was, I needed to work overtime i, yeah, yeah. I had stuff yeah, i needed we had to bills do to pay yeah, and clothes pay. and yeah. formula and everything <laughs> exactly. else exactly you know that's the thing we want to target younger 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 but i think the key is not necessarily saying if you're under 24 that's the guy we want i think it's a we keep putting it out there like a beacon of we're here we're here we're here and then when that person is ready that's when they'll jump on board and really grab hold of it i talk to a, a lot of younger brothers when they join and uh, of course if they're not married and they don't have kids yeah i tell them keep Come in the lodge, and there's going to be a point in your life where you'll you'll get married. 
sure. and you'll have children and you'll have a crazy work schedule and lodge is going to have to go to the back burner. Right. We all know that. Sure. We all understand that. We've all been there. We right. know what it's like starting a family and, and, and you know, trying yeah. to get things together. But just remember, Lodge will always be here for you. Sure. And we need to make sure they know that and keep in contact with them. Yeah. Because, you know what, when they hit 40 and their kids are grown and, you yeah. know, doing their own thing and he's just sitting at home, well, guess what? Instead of sitting at home, you can sit and Lodge with your brothers too. Yeah. You know, because there's it. still that connection. We got to make sure we keep that connection. Right. Well, and, you, and that's the thing. Like, listen, you can you can watch Walker Texas Ranger <laughs> in a in an hour when you get yeah. home from this thing. And that's, I think that Masons as a whole sometimes we're bad at that. We are, you know, because that's, we lodge is lodge. You do lodge in lodge. We you meet in lodge. And if you're not coming to lodge, then sometimes we forget about you, yeah. which is unfortunate. Yeah. And that's where we talk about those dues paying members yeah. and some of those guys and. I'm, I'm going to jump back to Barry. Barry jumped into line and, you know, his dad was a Mason and he went regularly. I don't believe he was a past master, but, you know, Barry jumped right in and then all of a sudden Barry, <laughs> Barry all of a sudden had a job change and then he had a kid and then Barry had to jump out of line. Yeah, it happens. And then it wasn't until, I, I want to say... 2016 or 2017 you know his kids had graduated and whatnot where he came back and asked to be in line and that's that's how it works sometimes and and luckily for us because he went through every chair and it is a current master so it, it was a good thing yep but i know myself personally i wasn't calling him and so i'm just glad that he had enough initiative to come back yes and that's maybe something that as we're talking about this, I'm making a mental note. And as we're recording, Jack Barnhouse, our current senior warden, is working on moving into the east because that's coming this fall. I'm going to let him know that we need to have a call chain. or a, that, And that's an old thing, too. It call is chain. a call but chain. We need to have a means of communication where we're saying, hey, think about coming back to lodge. You know? Yeah. And I know some lodges do that. We had three entered apprentices out for a long time. They were young, okay. young guys. And my secretary came over, and he says, man, I've been calling these guys and emailing them, and I can't get no response from them. Yeah. I said, did you try texting them? He says, no. I said, send them a text. Yeah. I said, they don't want to answer the phone. See that? They, 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 I the don't young like people today, the they, they, yeah. me neither. I, you know, I'm in sales. I got to answer the phone. I'm forced to, you know. But my right. personal phone, I don't like answering. Yeah, like, uh, what do they want? <laughs> he sent them each a text, and we got responses back and finished up to their degree work. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. That's the, uh, you know, and that's Communicate something. the way they want to be communicated to. Yeah. And I think that that's part of the freemasonry teaches you lessons slowly but we also grow and change slowly because we're used to this is the status quo this is how we did it this is how you know jack's used to using the you know and it's yeah. uh, sorry jack i'm throwing <laughs> you under the bus he'd laugh we do that we yeah. we jab all the time that's that's yeah. one of the secrets <laughs> you yeah know? yeah but I told my secretary, you know, you can get out your quill pen and write a letter. You know, it's a papyrus or something. Yes, uh, <laughs> papyrus. <laughs> uh, yes, I love it. I love it. So, you finished everything out one day class. 
what do you think? And this always we get flack either way on this. What's your thoughts on the one day class compared to traditional? And just yeah, let me hear yours and then yeah, um, it's a good thing. Okay, I I will say that. Um, But what you what I find is, if someone is going to say, I don't have the time to go traditional, so I'm going to do the one day class. Sure, and then the interest gets sparked. Yeah, and then they they come to lodge and they become active in lodge. Yeah, Uh, so they find time for lodge either way. Yeah, you know. But my fear is if if every once in a while we don't have a one day class, those people that think they don't have time for lodge won't join. Sure. So I think you're better off coming traditional. As an educational as way, as an educational in. way sure. in, I get and, it, and, and it's a great bonding experience. Yes, you know it really binds you to your brothers when it, you're raised. Yes, yeah, I, I think that that gives you a reason yes. to want to come back after that because you, it takes longer. It does, you know. It does. You have your mentor that you're working with. Yes, and, and that's another subject we should touch on because we really need to get our mentor program well. Established yeah. and up and running, you know. You know, in a lot of lodges, you find it's one person doing it all. Bob Bachelor, yeah. <laughs> and, and sometimes it's a secretary doing sure. it all, or the lodge education officer doing it all. When we really need in in the master craftsman programs out there, it's not like yeah. it's not. We have stacks of information on how to be a great master craftsman. You know, we are. Our execution of <laughs> yeah, using we, that is lacking. We can lead them to water. <laughs> yes. Well. Uh, you know, I think that that's something, and I, I say, you know, Worship Brother Bob Batchelor, uh, he was on the show a while ago, because there's some guys that really take pride in that. That's their baby, which, yeah. and, and some guys, that's their vehicle. That's how they get to guys. That's how they, you know, Bob's yeah. just, Bob's the kind of guy after the first degree or whatever degree, he's got those guys downstairs in the book. Like yeah, right, right now. Right now. Which, that's, that's the way to like, do it. That's the gold time because you can yeah. start getting that set in. But I think that why some lodges lean on those guys is because Bob knows. He knows the work. He's a past master. But he knows how to get the guy to respond. You know, it's almost sometimes in that situation, you have to be like a – you have to be kind of pestery about yeah. it. Yeah. You know, yeah. and, and they're in that mode of – I haven't heard from Jim for two days. I better call him and see if he's, you know, is he working on his return? And when you get younger guys that, you know, I've done it myself. I'm not super pushy because I want you to want it. That's in my heart. Like when I went through it, I'm like, I got to chew through this stuff because I, I'm loving every second of it. And, you know, if I was mentoring you, I would say, you know, we work on this chunk and we go through it and you respond and to, to where I know that you probably can read it out of the book. Yes. And then you have to learn it. And number one, I don't know how fast you learn, you know, you know, that's an ebb and flow. I can't call you the next day and be like, all right, you got that right. And be like, listen, dude, I'm busy. (laughs) I haven't done it. But the second thing is I want you to do it and be excited to call me as, you know, Hey, I got this. Let's get to the next one. And, and some guys are waiting for you to call them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it's a very yeah. tricky some tricky thing. Now I'm going to put East Palestine on the spot. All right. Are you using Bob to train other master craftsmen on his art of doing it? We let Bob do the whole deal. 
<laughs> well, you know what? This is something that we've talked about. And how old Bob? 167. No, <laughs> Bob, I'm sorry. Uh, Bob's retired, and he, I don't know his age. I'm not going to speculate. Yep, he, no. But, you know, he's a wealth of Masonic wisdom that I would like him to continue to transfer because there, there are a bunch of guys like that that have such a Masonic knowledge and don't have anyone to give it to. Uh, yes, we need to find people for them to give it but to. We have talked about, and this is part of that slow-moving growth of Freemasonry, and even when you trickle it down to one lodge, not just, which when you go to big Freemasonry, it's like, really takes a long time yeah. to get every, you yeah. know, 69,000 Masons or whatever <laughs> yeah. is on board just in Ohio. We've talked about creating a position for him where, you know, sometimes people need, and, and Bob doesn't, but in my head, if Bob's the main mentor, master craftsman, maybe we should make a position for him so he can have his own apron and his own, because to me, that's something that's very important. Overseer of, of the craft. And yeah, I love that. And that's, we've kicked that around the last two years and it's not that it's a bad idea. Yeah. It's just that we moved into our building and we have to keep that up and keep yeah. doing degrees and moving along. And so that's kind of one of those things. That's not a ultra priority. Yes. So it's, it comes along and, but we've talked about doing that and having him handle his own master craftsman class where guys like myself or whoever, you come in and learn from him or, hey, where are X, Y, and Z, your mentors? What are you doing with them? And, you know, sad to say that that's, we're not there yet. We're working towards well, it, but. We move at the speed of masonry is what I tell <laughs> Yes, <laughs> yes. We get together and talk and then we start talking about other things, <laughs> other things and, and sometimes well, we remember them defer that to committee yeah yeah that's it and then it dies <laughs> in the yeah. committee. back to the one day thing i think because one big thing with you know jack barnhouse he's right over there i'm just using him because we just saw him he was a one dayer yeah and he bit into masonry so hard and so fast and just loves every second of it you know it's i really get upset at guys that say it should only be traditional and i was like that oh yeah i was like that to start because i i paid my time i did my dues you know and it, it isn't about that I, and i see some guys you know all over the country that are like ah they really scoff at one day classes i get it i do too i get it i do you know, too you don't you don't get the full process but could you scoff at jack barnhouse because no. he's in there right now working on learning the fellow craft degree exactly and he was a one dayer, you know yeah so and and we have other guys in our line um adam hickman who is when he went through his one day he was doing his doctorate and he said listen man the, that see that's, that's a the, mitigating circumstance that's a perfect example yeah he's like listen i want to join because i he knows a bunch of us from yeah you know, local schools and whatever he's like I want to join. He's like, but if I go traditional, he's like, I'm not. He's like, because I'll be going to take me years yeah, till I finish he, my he, doctorate. He's like, by the time I'm done with that and done with, you know, and, you know, right now he's, I mean, he's into more stuff than I ever seen. Like, he's unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. He, <laughs> he messaged me one day. He's like, you won't believe who I talked to. I'm like, the president? <laughs> he's like, no, the vice president. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, all right. Who'd you talk to? He's like, no, the vice president. 
shit. <laughs> like, glad you're in launch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, know? you know, but, um, you know, the, the key with that is whether it's education or being open to those guys, what do you give those one day guys? Cause you've had significantly less time for lack of a better term to hook them, to get them interested, to get them. They're obviously interested enough to join, but what do you give them when they come back to lodge for that first time to make them stay? And that, that's the big thing. That is the big thing. And that, that's, that's important. And, and that's important for even people that come through traditionally. Yeah. After they get raised and they come back. So when you got a candidate, you know, that's no now a master mason, brand new, comes back to their first meeting, what do you do with them? Right. Well, you make them feel, feel included in what's going on. You sure. Know? Um, and you make that meeting about education. Yes. Yes. Okay, you may not remember this, but here's what the raps of the gavel means. You know, here's where you can and can't walk. Yeah, you know, Not here's just when the, you stand. Oh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, we've all seen Everyone's that happen. Oh, that. everybody's air yeah. gets sucked out of the room. <laughs> yeah. So you know, you got to let them know kind of the the ground rules, right? And, and get them educated on that. Yeah, because yeah. you know, worst thing you can do is nothing, and then they make a mistake and lodge, and you embarrass and, them. Yeah. Oh my God. Yes. I don't want to go back. You to might that. as well just stick your hand out and take their dues card. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Because when Thanks they for leave, coming out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry, you know, yeah. I won't see you again. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah. So we got to make sure that we're letting them know the ground rules, and then build from there. Sure. Too many times, you know, we'll bring guys in, and someone's going to give an education program on some deep esoteric meaning of you know the trow or whatever it sure. may be. That guy don't know what you're talking about. He don't about. know. You're over there speaking Japanese because yeah. he hasn't got to that point yet. Sure. The first 30 seconds, that dude's clocked out. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. And, you know, that's not to say you shouldn't give those, you know, you learning could, educational yes. experiences, but maybe that's something because you may have already scheduled that. Maybe you need to touch base with that guy before or afterwards and say, hey, yeah. listen, this is what we're going to hit. I know yeah. it's not going to make a lot of sense, but why don't you talk to me afterwards and we can kind of go over the, you know, the yeah. cement of brotherly love deal because yeah. he don't know that He doesn't yet. know that yet. He definitely don't remember it because yeah. I don't there's so much information thrown at you in, in all three of your degrees. By the time they're over, you know, you can ask him any question you want and he's not going to have an answer no. for you. You know, it, it's just information overload. I know. I'd. The more we talked about this, the more you come back and you see the degrees and you hear yeah, the lectures, yeah. you know, you're what almost 10 years into this, you know, I'm going on 18 years into this and there's not a time I have sat there and watched a degree and something has clicked. Yeah. Like, ah, oh, that makes sense. Yeah. That was, I need to work on that yeah, because the, now it's finally clicking with me. Well, we, oh, actually it was you and I talking about the 47th problem of Euclid. Euclid. Yeah. And yeah. I, three, I, four, five. You know, <laughs> I'm not shitting you. I look. You told me that, and I'm like, oh, that's what the blocks are for. That's I, what the blocks are look, for. And I swear to God, I've looked at those because, you know, I have kind of a sense of size and how it shapes yeah. and whatever. And I'm like, I don't know why the hell the things that like. I mean, and I've heard and I understand and whatever. But to actually see it and then how it's used, how it's 
That was one of the things. And what, that wasn't that long ago. Wasn't no, that was, no. Just, that was actually at the one-day class. Yeah, like it was at the one-day class, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. That, see, there we go. I'm not as smart as I sound. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will, I'll will. i put a plug out for Bill Frankie, worshipful brother Bill Frankie. I don't sure. know if you have ever done this up here, but he's always willing to travel. And he, he, he doesn't use cell phones or <laughs> he's a little old time okay, you know, so smoke mail. signals or something. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, if you've never seen him do the truing of the square okay get hold of him all right and have him come up and do a presentation for your lodge on the truing of the square okay. you will not be disappointed okay yeah well like worth that. it he'll he'll come up and do it for you you know he's on a cruise right now just retired 45 or 47 years wow you know and he finally retired but yeah, get him to Truing do the, the square. truing of the square. Okay, yeah. I will do that because yeah. that's that was one of those like little. I've seen that symbol hundred times. You know what yep. I mean? But after that's like wow. You know, and I, but but to get back to the to the degrees, I know I went home. You not even before I go home. Every one of the guys comes out. Well, what'd you think? It was good. Yeah, it was really I'm like, good. I don't know what. The hell I don't know what happened. happened. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, that was yeah. crazy. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah, but you know that, and that's one of those things where, when you do the return, if you have the right mentor, which that's something that I did, yes, and I that's do try to extremely important. It isn't just learning cipher. It's this is where you were. This is why you were there. Yes, and that's such a big thing to give them a sense of what the heck just happened to you. You know. I, I, you can teach a parrot to repeat. Yeah. You have to explain. That's where I'm a fan of the principles of proficiency for that, for that reason alone. You know, it makes the candidate think, you know, when they're using that, it explains what's going on in the portions of the degree and why they're important. Sure. And then it asks them personal questions, you know, okay, well, how would you in your life use the working tools of an internet apprentice? Yeah. It's, and for, for people that are not, in the Ohio um, region, we have three different forms. We have obviously the one day, the traditional, and the principal proficiencies. And this is, you know, it's it is very tough. I know <laughs> it I, is. Like, I went through it. I'm like, wow, glad I didn't have. I'm glad I went through traditional. Yeah, you know, I, I, yeah. You know, and it wasn't that I didn't get some of that stuff taught to me, but some of that stuff that I could have learned right there took me longer to learn because i've used a hybrid yeah you know where they're like well i want to do the short form well great well you're going to do that in this yeah you're lesson. at least going to fill this out and you're going to read it and you're going to understand and, sure you know that's i i think it's powerful it you is know, it, it teaches a lot about the degrees very much so very much so so you're a member or were a member and we'll touch on that here a little bit of three different log lodges Pilgrim yes. 691, Steubenville 45, and Toronto 583. When you joined at Pilgrim, what was the motivation after that? Because a lot of times we talk about home lodge, and sometimes we'll talk about, you know, yeah. plurals that you're in or whatever. But wh- why was the reasoning to, to move around to those lodges? Well, they're all local to me. You know, uh, Pilgrim 691 and Steubenville 45 are separated by a hallway. Yeah, they're in the Steubenville <laughs> Temple. Uh, yeah, yeah, there's a little hallway between the two lodges. <laughs> right. You open one door and walk in another door, and you're in the other lodge. Right? Yeah. Uh, so it was proximity. And uh, and to be of service, you know. Uh, 
And Toronto Lodge is where I live. I can be there. It's a mile and a half from my house. So it's, right. it's close. Yeah. Um, and I was visiting a lot anyway. You know, sure. after, you know, made pretty sense. soon I was, yeah, it made sense. I was one of the guys. But uh, it was to be of service. When you see, you know, they need some help or something like that, yeah, I'll help out. I'll yeah. become a member. Then I can sit in a chair. And then, you know, at inspection time, if you need me to do anything, the district deputy can't say nothing to you because I'm a member of your law. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Just hop right in yeah, there. Just hop right in there. Yeah. Um, what type of have you been an officer in all three? Or, and if you have, where, if you went to? No, I've, I've been an officer in Pilgrim, and I sat as junior junior warden one year for Toronto to help them out. Okay. So, okay. But, you know, taking a district position as the DEO and being a past everything, um, uh, it you know, time was kind of scarce. And I didn't sure. want to say, hey, I can do this job, but do it badly for you. Yes, exactly. You know. that so. That's... I think that that's one of the character flaws of our of us us Masons. Is, it is. Yeah, I'll do it. Yeah, yeah I'll boy. do it. Because in in your heart, yeah, yeah I, I want to help. Things. I want to do everything. I want to yeah. be everywhere and help yeah. as much as I can. But you know, our twenty four inch gauge says <laughs> you don't yeah. have all the time in the world. Exactly my right. That that's it. You know, and I don't want to do anything badly. Yeah, yeah. Um, what do you think are the benefits? Of being part of, and I, I'm not even saying three different lodges. That's obviously it could be two, ten, could be, yeah, whatever. What's the benefits of being part of? Because I know myself, I'm friends with guys from Pilgrim Lodge. Yeah. You know, you, yeah. Sean Smith. You know, a bunch yeah. of guys, all all the lodges. Oh, yeah. And the thought of like, oh, maybe I should join there, doesn't cross my mind a lot because I it just hasn't. So what yeah. what do you find that draws you into like, I really want to be. Every lodge has its own personality. True. You know, so when you go to the lodge, you know the kind of personality that lodge has. Yeah. And if it fits with your personality or personalities, because, you know, you're, you, you're different on certain sure. days. You <laughs> <Yes>. know? <laughs> um, it made me want to become a member of them. And the, and the friendship and the brotherhood you get out of it. Sure. You know? and, and sometimes, you know, again, they need help or you want to get some ideas to them. Yeah. You know, oh, it's yeah. a lot easier as a member where I can stand up on the floor and say, hey, I make a motion to do this. Yeah. Or have well, we true. thought of that? Instead that's of they're like, oh, yeah, Jason's over here again here from next go. door, just uh, yeah, running at the chops. <laughs> yeah, we got to hear him fly, <laughs> wave the pilgrim flag again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure those words have been spoken. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Listen. Uh, well, you know what? That's, that's something that, you know, like I said, I've never... Because I do travel a lot in the district, yeah. especially now yeah. in that position, but it makes a lot of sense. You know? It does. And, and again, they're local to me. You know, it, I guess it would be uh, until Negley moved, it would have been like, you know, you becoming a plural there and then yeah. their members becoming a plural here. Sure. You're in such close proximity, you know each other and you can help each other out. Right, right. Yeah. One thing that I noticed when I was looking through Grandview and with my job, I have super admin access. So <laughs> yeah, it, it's really yeah. nice to prepare for Ohio Masons with, on the show because yeah. I can plug in. You and know, say, oh, yeah, look what yeah, you yeah. did! Good pay your dues out here. Yeah, what's going on? Let's here. make a note of this. <laughs> in, in 1962, you <laughs> you yeah. said no. We don't go back that far, but um, you know, you had you've 
pulled out of being a member of Steubenville Lodge. Yes. And I saw that. And, you know, once again, I'm friends with a lot of those guys, too. Yeah, me too. Yeah. You know. And, yeah, obviously, you more than, than myself. What was the reasoning? Was there, you know, oh, I don't know, just another dues, or what's what's the story uh, with that? No, you know, dues are dues. I'm dues poor anyway. So, <laughs> yeah, just so gonna hurt it. anything. You I know? hear you. <laughs> so, you know, every year the wife's like, "How many checks do you got to write out?" Yeah, too many. Uh, yeah. Don't you mind? Yeah. You know? I work, <laughs> 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 so I can pay my dues. Right. Uh, I just foreseen a conflict of interest coming up. Okay. Yeah. Um, love those guys. Great lodge. You know, probably in a few years I'll be back to being a plural member down okay. there. You know? something. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I seen something on the horizon coming up and I didn't want, you know, any conflict of interest yeah, or, yeah. you know, someone to say, well, you know, he's a member of that lodge. Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. You know what? That's, that's a stand up thing. And that's, yeah. I, yeah. that's cool. Yeah. Moving into, becoming an officer and i know you you had said you know passed everything passed mm-hmm. and i i looked through i know you've been a past master three different occasions yes i count four four, four. oh okay yeah there's yeah. a a phantom one <laughs> there's there. a phantom uh, one in there where i was actually senior warden our uh, master at the time you know of course elected installed come sure. to a meeting and uh, uh then was going to uh walk the appalachian trail oh yeah and uh then fell down a cliff Whoa. And was injured. Okay. <laughs> and had to be rescued in the whole nine yards. Holy and, cow. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and really couldn't come back to Lodge for quite some time. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. so uh, you know, uh, after he was installed and come to his first meeting or so and then went for his training for the Appalachian Trail, as senior warden, I stepped into the east. Okay. And kind of <laughs> just stayed there. <laughs> All right. Wow. Yeah. All right. Yeah. First time I heard that one, but okay, yeah, so yeah. four, yeah. you know, three and like three quarters. We'll yes. Say. <laughs> um, what prompted you to become a line officer? Was it something that was it the old, uh, hey, why don't you sit here because we, need, you know, there's no, there's no words and whatever. Yeah, or, yeah, it was like, hey, we need someone in senior store, you know, and. Yeah, I'll bring food. Uh, right, right. <laughs> and you look like the right guy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, you're fat. You must eat good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, you bring good, the food. Yeah, know. yeah. So that's how that started. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it had a past master say, you know, you might want to look into this. You know, we need someone there, and yeah, you'd be the right guy. You know, the same thing. It happened. They didn't say I was fat. I appreciate <laughs> it. <laughs> I appreciate that, guys. I know I am, but you know, that was the uh, the old. You know, hey, we need a we need somebody to sit steward. You okay with doing that? There's no lines. That was a big line. I ain't gonna talk in front of nobody. Well, and senior stewards, you got the line in the door. You know, I was junior. This oh, is, oh was, yeah, you know, so, yeah. And you know, at this time, uh, I can't remember who was there, but there, someone wasn't there. I got that. The, that doesn't matter. The chair was open. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, obviously, at this point, you know, I talk a lot. Back then, it was like, I'm not saying nothing. <laughs> I'm not, I don't want to stand up. Yeah. No, I stone face. I don't want to try to not be seen over yeah. here. But the, the cool part was, and this is the part I always talk about when I talk in lodges, I have to speak in lodges about what Freemasonry gave me. Because, you know, everybody gets something different out of it, whether it's friendship, whether it's whatever it may be. 
you know, I was a very not confident person. I still have that trait of that imposter, like, why me? You know, why whatever? But sitting there, and I can remember sitting in that seat that night. I vividly remember that. And you have your jewel and your apron on. And there was just a little sense of pride. Just that pride factor was like, this is pretty cool. Like, yeah. yeah and, and then you look and you see, and we talk about all the past guys that have, you know, whether it's these past masters. And that's kind of why I wanted to do this podcast in this room. Yeah, we're surrounded by the pictures. Yeah, right? these guys are something that when I when I walked out of that, I, I did a post when I, when I was sitting in the East for the last time. Um, and I'm going to tear up because I'm a baby, yeah. so sorry. Um, I would walk past our lodge masters and they were situated differently because we were at the old lodge and that night i sat in there sat there and i you know did the math real quick of okay one two three four seven years whatever however many years it would take if i ever got to the east and i went and i looked at that picture frame where i'm at and i thought that'd be where my picture is and i never thought it was such a moving moment in my life it was just something that, oh, you know, if I ever got up there. But the longer it went on, and I started to, I was actually installed as senior steward that year because we were moving up, and then Chris mm-hmm. Tiger jumped in right behind me. Wow. So we had to, you know, cook and go through the trenches. You know, <laughs> yeah. everybody that's yeah, done Once steward. a steward, always yeah. a steward. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Uh, you know, great times. But since that moment, every time I've walked past I've looked at that picture yeah. and you, for everybody that's there, you'll see pictures where there's empty because we brought frames because we thought ahead yeah. for what is that? 10, 11, 11. So in 11 years, I hope we can find these frames again, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but I looked at that spot and I'm like, it's, it's not, it's not the, it's the spot and it's me. It's the weight of looking at every other past master yeah, that, that came is, before you. That has went through their seven years. And that's, yeah. people talk about why do you wear this gaudy ring and stuff. You know, you didn't win a Super Bowl. I'm like, listen. Yeah, I, you did. Like, you know, it's it's such a pride thing for me to go through that. And each one of these guys did that. And the same way at Pilgrim Lodge. Maybe they did it four times. Yeah. You, know, yeah. you get four pictures. <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't that we just write multiple years <laughs> underneath yeah, you? Know, <laughs> that's probably better for me. Like, you know, the, the size comparison. Would be <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get bigger and you're get not grayer. Fitting it. You're not yeah. fitting in the yeah. picture frame. <laughs> yeah. But that was the thing that when I got to that point and I got to put that picture in, I didn't realize how much that weight and those guys that aren't even you know a lot of these guys have passed by now have made me a different person you know and yeah and and not even the you know everybody the guy you know you jack you know all the guys that you meet during that journey they really they chip away at your oh yeah they impart something on you you don't don't realize you know that you're not the only one chipping away at your Ashler. No. Other people no. are. Yeah, they're helping. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but look behind you. What is that? George Lamb, 1868, if my glasses aren't. Yeah. You know, look look at the, you know, what he, he started. You know what I'm saying? Sure. The, the lineage that comes all the way down to today. 
Yeah, it's hard. Yeah. It's hard to believe that. Yeah, you know when we when we left the lodge, and I have a picture of it that doesn't do it justice. You know, we're taking everything out, and it's a bummer because nobody wanted to leave. But you and I have talked. We had stairs that were like going oh, to Mount Everest. Yeah, like climbing a ladder. <laughs> yeah, it was OSHA would be very upset. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but when we moved our master's chair, which we moved over here the footprints were still in the in the carpet yeah that's amazing and to think that you know i added my footprints probably more than most <laughs> you know <laughs> just with weight and compression <laughs> but you know that that really you know it just hit me there that the weight of that compared to the weight of what they've done all those years well, yeah it just, it's 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 amazing yeah yeah so what do you remember or what sticks out from that time when you first got asked to sit in that chair on that journey? Because that's, there's so many different journeys we take within the entirety of Freemasonry's journey. That's such a hard thing to say your journey because there's a, it's ongoing. My, it never ends. My joining yeah. journey, my, yeah, you know, chair journey, mm. my district journey, my, you know, all kinds yeah. of different paths that yeah. we're on, which I love that you know, the Scottish, right. You know, journey on, that's yeah, such a big, on. Yeah. there's so many different pathways you can take. What sticks out in that, that time frame of moving along those chairs, because it's different the first time compared to if you jump in as a past master it, or whatnot. My journey through the chairs was quick. Okay. You know, I, I went from senior stored uh, to junior warden. All right. That's a big jump. That's a big jump. Yeah, which a couple did, important chairs. A couple in important there. chairs in between there. Yeah, um, uh, junior ward chair is great. It's you know. Oh yeah, that's, yeah, that's, it's that's it's, a, it's an easy chair. You know, uh, it's it's the next two after that. You know, trying to get prepared for. Sure. And, sure. Uh, and that's what I did. I once you know after my senior stored and you know some people had to drop out of line and things changed. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, we needed a junior warden, and they were like, "What about you, Jason?" I was like. If the lodge elects me, I'll, I'll accept it. Yeah, you know? yeah. I better start, you know, wearing out my little blue book. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah. A funny story there, you know, uh, in, in the fellow craft lecture, there, okay. there's a portion of the lecture where they, they go and talk to the junior warden. Yes. <laughs> I forgot all about okay. that part. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I was sitting there and I'm like, why are they walking to me? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know. <laughs> yep, and then they get up there and, of course, ask me some questions, and I was like, hmm, yeah, I don't know what's going on here. I So that was an important lesson. Yeah. You know, I you read know, all so, the parts. Sometimes <laughs> you got to learn through pain. Yeah, you know? yeah. That, <laughs> we had a fellow craft, and I was sitting senior ward, and I just moved as a first one, and obviously that part I'd, I'd went over, and... Wade Bear and I, it, all it takes is a look. Oh, yeah. And we could start laughing. Or, yeah. And he comes over, and it's the same th sort of thing. He walks over to me. I'm like, I'm like, he's going to cruise right on past me, you know, go yeah. up and do yeah. the thing. Because I remember the, the East yeah. or whatever. <laughs> and he turns to me, and he says whatever he says. And I know my eyes were <laughs> big we, as half dollars. About? And he just does the mouth like, <laughs> he mouths what I got to say, and I say it. <laughs> and afterwards, he's like, you didn't have any clue I was coming over, did you? I'm like, 
Nope, I nope. was just I was enjoying this watch. <laughs> you just watching this lecture. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like thanks for getting me through it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a senior deacon mouth me through. Yeah. You know? yeah I was like, yeah. Yep, okay. Thank you. Yep. Appreciate yep, that. Thanks. Uh, so obviously you should have spent a considerable time in the East three and a phantom. Zoom. Yeah. What uh, what was something and I, I always go back and forth with this with guys that have sat multiple because I haven't. You know, is it something that's the first one the most special because it's Yeah, it's your first it's time. your first it's yeah. your first time, you know. You're you're full of it, you're ready to go. It's, yeah, it got your agenda, yeah, your got whole your deal. agenda, things you're trying to, you know, get pushed through, you know. Sure. Um, and I learned a lot of lessons that first year too. You know. I was going to say now when the retread happens, you know, whatever that is, were you asked because there was a gap or did you have to go through the chairs to roll it, back I, into that? It, I was asked cause there was a, okay. a gap, you know, um, now in 2017, um, trying to think how that even worked, you know, uh, I think again, I started out as as junior warden and went to senior warden and then back. Okay. You know, we had some younger guys coming in wanting to take the, the lower chairs. Yeah. And, and help them out and help make them sure out. it all goes through. Yeah, makes it all go through. You know, so 2017 was a great year. Had a good time, you know, because there had been a several-year gap between it. Right. You know, after my first three and three-quarter years, by the last <laughs> one, you know, I was, you know, I, I was well past my prime. I, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, I guess you. You, you know, it's – you take on too much sometimes, you know, and, but yes. it was for the good of the lodge and, and we made it through the year, but you know, I could have been better to be honest with yeah. you. At that point in time, you're like, ha ha, come on, November. And you're saying that back in February, you know? <laughs> and and that, I think that that's the, you know, your first year, you're really eager. And then your second year, it's like the eager level and the knowledge level switch, you know? So yes. it's, it's like a Ooh. balance of first year, Really eager knowledge, mm -hmm. little shaky, and then you flip that second year's like, all right, I got a real handle on. Because you know, for your first year as master, your last time as master is like, oh, I know what the hell I'm doing. Yeah, <laughs> like I, can I, mean, I finally I can, figured this I out. I can really handle a meeting yeah. here, and then you leave. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But then that next year, it's like now that flip is like I have knowledge, and the passion's kind of switched a little bit. So you you go through and do well. But then by that third, it's like the knowledge. By the time the knowledge is really maximizing, the eagerness is bottoming bottom out. Bottom out. Yeah. yeah, it is. You know, because you spend a lot of time doing it, and and sometimes, and you know, as being a, a master, sometimes it's you gotta drag people and things along. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It can. It can be really hard to make people see your vision. Absolutely. And believe in it. And until, it, and you know, I've had things that failed. You know, I'm not going to say everything I did worked. Oh, I've but, had pitchforks and torches come out at me. I, I've. But at the end, there have been a, a lot of things where they're like, wow, that really worked out. I'm like, I know. I'm trying to yeah. tell you this all year. You know, I, I, I got a dues increase for okay. our lodge. And in the, in the first time, that came to the floor. I, I learned a lesson about preparedness. Okay. You know, I thought my little speech about why we need to do this was enough. It was not. Was not. It was, was not enough. No, my little pep talk about <laughs> why we needed to increase dues 
was not motivating oh, enough. Oh, man, they, they <laughs> mopped the floor with me that night. Yeah, that's... Uh, yeah, uh, but I was prepared the, the next meeting. Sure. I was prepared. I come in with PowerPoint presentation. Got I got with the treasurer, the secretary. Got our how much Numbers, money we got yeah. coming in, how much going out, why we need to do this, and, and then it passed. And it, it was just me not giving everybody the proper information they needed to make a sure. decision. Yeah, you know, and you learn sometimes again. Pain is a great teacher. Well, yeah, yeah. That's, and that's you know that first time through. If you tell me, hey, you got to pay fifty dollars more a month because it would help the lodge. Well, I ain't going to help me that much. But, you know, if you look at, well, here's our building costs, here's our heating costs, here's our Absolutely. taxes or whatever. Boom, boom, boom. Here's what is going to change. And it's like, you know what? That makes a lot more well, yeah, sense. Our dues me. at the, uh, the time were $35. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, and what I asked, go up to uh, at one point to $60. Okay. And then, then again, we've, we've doubled them since then. Sure. Um, you know, ours are now $100 plus per capita. We added plus per capita. Oh. So as per capita increases, our dues automatically increase. That way That's we keep nice the same amount caveat. of money. Yeah, it is a nice caveat. That's yeah, one of, one, of, one of my best ideas, and I haven't had many of them, but that was probably my best. I like that. Yeah. We're, we're at $50 down yeah, here, yeah. <laughs> you know, country bumpkins. <laughs> yeah. well, well, that, you know, but, that, that surprises me, you know, you, and that's good, you know, with the size you're well, building. you know, we're, we're lucky that we have our stand at Shaker Woods. Yeah. And we have talked multiple times. We, For anyone that doesn't know Shaker Woods, it's a big craft festival. And, you know, people come from all over. All over. Yeah. Out in the woods. It's a pretty cool little deal if you ever seen it. Columbia and Ohio. Nicest place in the world, supposedly. He's Palestinian Colombian. I got a little thing, so I'm not on board with that. But I like a lot of Colombian <laughs> yeah. guys, you know. Yeah. Um, but we sell sausage sandwiches, meatball sandwiches, all kinds of goods like that. So, but that's been one of our big talks. Is like, hey, listen, like COVID year, what do you do? We, we they opened, but there was such a restricted menu that it actually was going to hurt us. Yeah, we wouldn't yeah. have been in the black at that point. We would have paid paid more and not received so we didn't and we're diligent with our money to sustain the building and whatnot but that thought had come through um brother adam hickman our leo said hey you know that's kind of our lifeblood because our dues aren't paying for our stuff you know it's just a nice thing that we have what happens if that goes away yeah like you know and and that's something that our you know long-term committee's really been we keep kicking around like, what do we need to do? Is it time? And that was a big, big discussion when we bought this building. We had, we had mem- members not come back, you know, say, yeah. hey, I'm not having you raise my dues because you wanted to buy a building. We could go somewhere else. <laughs> and our comment back was, we've been looking for a decade yeah. for a new building. Yeah. And the only other option was to move to Columbiana. And... We have guys, and just the backstory: our Palestine Columbiana have a football rivalry. Yeah, and it's just so, and it's been going on. I, I actually have to look in the records. 70, 80, 100 <laughs> yeah. years. I don't know how the long. founding of football. Yeah, it, well, yeah, yeah, it's it's one of those Ohio State, Michigan type yeah. deals, and it's the sort of thing. And I'm just gonna throw out: he's, he's in the other room. Jack Barnhouse does not like going to Columbiana. Because it's such an ingrained, like, it's not anything against 
Kevin Todd or Rick Linebar, those guys. Yeah. It's just I joined, and I'm, I'm with this a little bit too. I joined East Palestine Masonry, and yeah, it's not the building, but it, I joined here a lot because I live here, and I'd rather not drive 20 minutes to Lodge if I could drive three minutes to yeah, Lodge. Yeah, I, I can understand that. You know, so, you know, that was the sort of thing. They're like, you're going to buy a new building. You're going to raise our dues and to pay for this building. And that was, you know, yeah. some of those things we had to overcome. And some people were not on board with that, which I can't make their decisions. And they're still my brothers, and that's fine. We give a masonry away too cheap. Sure. You're right. It's my personal thought on that. You know, you can't afford 20 or 30 cents a day to be a Freemason. Come on. Well, you know what the thing is? They say, you know. I've had people say, I'm on a fixed income. What are you going to do about me? Pay the per capita. I'm not here to, we're not here to kick anybody out of Freemasonry because you're on a fixed income or you've come into tough times. Yeah. We're brothers. You know, if you can afford $15 to give us, then we'll take your $15. If you can't afford 15 bucks, we're not going to kick you out. That's not what we're here for. There's a lot of people sitting in this room can afford more than 100 bucks a year. Well, and, you know, the flip is, well, I don't want to pay an extra 50 bucks for Blue Lodge, but you know I'm paying $92 for York, right? And I'm paying whatever I'm paying for Scottish yeah. and for Shrine and the Shrine Club. Uh, so there's another three, $400 that's like, yeah. Come on. Right? Yeah, where this is the home of it all. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Ground floor. Yep. How did your wife not kill you <laughs> for being in, <laughs> being in the, the master's chair? Well, and dur- <laughs> during most of this time, I, I traveled for work. I was gone three, three and a half weeks a month, home on weekends, you know. Yeah, and, yeah. and I would see, luckily, I, I make my own schedule, so I would just schedule myself to be in town for meeting dates, you know. Yeah, right. <laughs> That'd be the, the week I worked from home, was, it was, you know, yeah. uh, stated meeting dates. Nice. Uh, so she never seen me anyway, you know. It's, okay. You know, absence makes the heart grow fonder. And, you know, <laughs> luckily in my case, you know, that that's true because, you know, she, she never seen me to begin with. So me being MIA on a meeting night was. It was all right. It was all right. right. Okay. You know, not that she was happy I was gone all the time, but, you know, you got to do what you got to do to provide for your family. And, you know, yeah, yeah. And there were there were perks to it, too, you know. Sure. You know, because I flew all over the place. I would take my wife and daughter with me. You know, hey, going to California this week. Want to go? And we would go. To- oh, yeah. The only real problem with that is, is they would be on vacation and spend money like we were on vacation. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I was working, you know. Yeah, I get it. That, <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, man, we, California cost me three grand. What's going on? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why? Can't write this all off. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know. Well, you know, and we were talking a little bit before, and you said – that traveling that much has afforded you the opportunity to see masonry in a lot of different states. Oh, tell me, yeah. tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, Nineteen states I've sat and lodge in. Wow, you know, all up and down the East Coast, West Coast. You know, uh, okay, uh, the you know, Minnesota, Wisconsin, Michigan. I don't know Indiana, Illinois, of course, Ohio, West Virginia, Pennsylvania, New York. New Hampshire, Massachusetts, Maine, Virginia, North Carolina, South Carolina, Florida, Georgia, Alabama, Louisiana, Mississippi, you name it. I've probably sat wow. there. You know, Maryland. Uh, yeah. I've, I've sat in just stated meetings, and I've taken part in degree work. Really? Really. That's yeah, it's, cool. it's amazing. You know, it's the same thing, only different everywhere you go. Yeah. You know, right. there's a lot of similarities. You know, I, I was in Georgia for a while and used to 
you know, go to Lodge, and their senior warden was about 95, 96 years old, and he would come in, and if I was there, he'd be like, Jason, instead of senior warden, I'm going to just sit over here because I don't want to stand up and, you know, sit <laughs> yeah. down all the time. And I'd tell him, yeah, you're getting Ohio work. but <laughs> <laughs> Right, yeah. right. Uh, and, and after this, I can tell you some neat stories, you, you know, of, of how some degrees play out in different oh, yeah, jurisdictions. Yeah. It's, it's really cool. And the welcomeness. You know, yeah. you, you make a phone call or shoot an email to the secretary and say, hey, I'm in town. You mind if I swing by? Sure. Oh, great. Yeah. And then, of course, it was nice to get a, a free meal. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, absolutely. I travel all the time. You know, uh, to this day, I still won't eat like at an Applebee's or a Friday's or it's anything just, like yeah, that. Like, I, can't I can't do, do chain, it anymore. I can't do it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you can only eat at Applebee's, you know, 8,000 times before it gets, you know, old. Yeah, uh, Exactly. So it was a place to go and get, you know, a, a free meal and, and some yeah. fellowship and break the monotony of work up. Sure. Yeah. You know, the great thing with that, I, I just recently this past summer went to vacation Outer Banks and went to Manio Lodge. And I don't remember a number off the top of my head. Sorry, guys. But I, for the first time, contacted their secretary. I was like, hey, I want to meet that. If meet, which I thought they were dark, to their dark it's only they go down to one lo- one meeting instead of two. Oh wow! So yeah, which you know the cool thing is next year we're going to Outer Banks and it's actually scheduled on their lodge meeting. Oh and nice! I, I'm like, hey, listen to this, and my wife's like, you should go. I'm like, yeah, yeah she wants yeah, me to go. Yeah, but I said, you know, I'll be over there. It's like a five minute drive or ten minutes. I'm like, probably half hour. You know, go over, see the building a little bit, talk three hours. And, you know, it. I walked in and talked, and we talked like we'd been friends, friends forever. Yeah, yeah, like you've known each other yeah. forever. That's, that's What do you do? What do we yeah. do? And went back and forth. And they were building a new lodge. They'd actually just sold that lodge. So he actually took me to the new lodge, and then there's shrines right behind there, and mm-hmm. we went to the shrine. And that's that's the thing. Like, that's, to me, that's part of that secret sauce of. yeah. I see this guy that I have no communication with, don't know his name other than, you know, we've emailed twice. Yeah. And he's just, we're just talking, talking about kids, talking about life. Talking yeah. About, and like genuine he, care and concern for each yeah, other. Yeah. Yeah. And, be, you know, some best practices and what do you guys do? This is how we do it. And, you know, that's something that has made my trip to Outer Banks, even though I love the vacation part. Part of that's like I'm really looking forward to sitting in lodge with those gentlemen and, and sitting in a different state because that's yeah it's you know. it's it's fun you know I've met some great people I used to attend Bingham Lodge number fifty three in Bingham Georgia quite frequently okay and uh, of course you know I always had a jack and a tie on and after so many trips down there you know I want to say it was their junior warden came up and he asked well what position do you hold in the grand line okay. <laughs> I said, what, hmm. you, what are you talking about? He says, well, you're a Grand Lodge officer, aren't you? I said, no, no. He says, well, what are you? I said, I'm just a visiting brother from Ohio. Yeah. He goes, well, you always had a coat and tie on, so I figured you'd have to be a Grand Lodge <laughs> oh, officer. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> all right. Yeah. That's all it yeah, takes. And that's the different personalities. You know, they were a jeans and T-shirt kind of lodge. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 A little old building and, you know, beautiful building. Yeah. Was in, I think it was White House, Georgia. I sat in lodge. And I had bullet holes in the walls from the Civil War. Really? They never patched, yeah. 
Wow. Yeah. I've seen the Sons of Confederacy do a Master Mason degree. Get out of here. Yeah, yeah. And they ask about Cowan's eavesdroppers and Yankees. So I stood up and said, I'm a Yankee. They said, oh, I said, I'm Jason. We know. <laughs> we know. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah. Also in Georgia, I, I met the Grand Master of Georgia many years ago at a 50-year presentation. I was just happened, you know, to be down there. And I said, I'll lodge a meeting. I'll go get, you know, something to eat and see what's going on. And they were having yeah. awards. And it was a 50-year presentation, and the Grand Master was there. And uh, so I'm sitting wow. on the sidelines, and he pulls out the 50-year pen to pin it on, you know, the brother. And there's no back on it. He goes, there's no back on it. So I just off my lapel, pull back off, and said, here you go. You just take one of mine. Yeah. yeah, you know, and he's like, oh, he thanked me. I'm like, oh, you know, thank me, you know, that's what we're here for. Yeah. You know, he's been a Mason for 50 years. Yeah, and he's a back a, off my pen. There it is. Yeah, you here you go. You, you did it. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yep. That's, I mean, to have those experiences, and that's the, I, I have to look to just, I've been to PA a couple times, you know, with. Well, that's a different experience in itself. It's like nothing you ever seen. <laughs> when I went over and, and the master asked me to come sit in the east with him and you know they do everything standing, standing up the up. whole time and yeah. I'm, I'm sitting there like and they do everything yeah, yeah. I'm like dude you gonna sit down like I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah, sitting there tired and, standing there yeah and that was just such a yeah. and to see just the different and even you know if you go in the 25th they do their hand a little different a little you know, different you know yeah you know, it's wild to see those differences, but it's all still the same Freemasonry, the brotherhood and the fellowship. Yeah. And I was just in Wellsburg a couple weeks ago. They were doing a Master Mason, so we went over and checked it out. Well, and I just and I apologize for the message. I don't, I haven't checked. I'm more, I'm terrible with Facebook messages on on the podcast. So if you haven't heard from me, that's my bad. <laughs> you know, it's character flaw. No. But somebody messaged me about coming to the cave degree. Oh, see, that would be cool. Down in Tennessee, is that the yeah. one? Yeah. And so that's that was like a ding, ding, ding. Yeah. Like, all right, let's 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 check out. So I know the message is there. I just haven't. I've been busy. Friday nights are busy for me, and then Saturday and whatever. But that's kind of on my radar. Yeah, of, next year we should definitely go down yeah, and do that. And, that's, that's, and the cool thing, and you just said that there, you know, it isn't just, hey, I'm I'm going to go down like, Masonry is like, I like having a group of dudes like, listen, this is an experience. Like, a lot of guys never go see one of this. I've yeah, never seen one. I've never seen a lot one. of guys no. don't even see an outdoor degree. Yeah. Alone. So to go see that, something's like, yeah, I'm yeah. going to put the word out. Like, listen, we're going to go down there and have a good time. And Well, Pilgrim know. puts on an outdoor degree every summer. So, yeah, know, you should come down and check it out. Oh, well, I, sometimes I find you can be more you know what's what's the word you know uh, you can be better from the sidelines than you can from sitting in a chair you know because it gives you some time and you can bring up ideas and yeah. you can bring them to the floor you know when you're the sure. master you entertain motions you don't make motions right <laughs> you're there to entertain someone else's idea not you know sure you got to right. if you have an idea you got to convince someone else to bring to your bring idea up. up and then you, <laughs> then you'll be like well, I'll talk about this a little bit <laughs> yeah <laughs> right yeah right uh, yeah so yeah the last i don't know 4 or 5 years we've been doing an outdoor degree okay yeah and it's a good time we do it at, at dusk uh with torches okay yeah that's pretty cool yeah the the first year we did it it was raining all around us. We're in the middle of a field. There's woods all around us. It's pouring down the rain, except on us. 
Wow. You could hear it hitting the leaves. None of us were getting wet. And all the torch light out there. And this is this is no lie. When when the candidate was raised, the sky lit up red with a shooting star shot right across over top of us. Wow. It was the craziest thing I ever seen. I was like, if I wouldn't have been standing here seeing it, I wouldn't have believed believe that. Yeah. 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 It was it was amazing. Wow. Yeah. Well, I'll have to come down to that. Absolutely. That's... And we have primitive camping down there. There's a shelter house. There's a cabin. There's all kinds of stuff. Oh, so, nice. yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. They get a group of us down yeah, there. Yeah, that'd be that nice. Is... Yeah, yeah. So to jump in, because I wanted to save this a little bit till the end, because I want to get through Blue Lodge or whatever. I know you've done a lot in the appendant bodies, too. I have, yeah. So why don't you give me a little breakdown of what you were past master or past potentate? Or, you know, <laughs> no all, potentate. All, all the, you know, uh, there's so many different, I can't you name know, them all. I, I got, I got to remember all the titles. Uh, in Scottish Rite, I was a, a past thrice potent master. Okay. Uh, a past most wise master. And I'm trying to think of the last one there. There's four bodies and... Uh, um, I'm not going to be any past, help, sorry. Uh, sovereign Prince. <laughs> Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I'm, I'm out of three of the four bodies I have been the head of. Okay. For Scottish right. How about I know. I don't remember which body it was for. Bob Ridson, uh, right? Worshipful brother Bob yes, Ridson. Right, Worshipful. Uh, he had asked me to join one of the lines, and he he you know said like you know. They only open once every couple months because each line each, takes each a, line takes, takes a meeting. Yep, takes a meeting. And yep. I was really considering it, and right at that time, I had got asked to be in the district association line too, and pleasantly got asked to take over the district calendar book. <laughs> yeah. so, lucky guy yeah that's yeah i get a lot of flack yeah. <laughs> any of those guys it's a lot of work yeah <laughs> so, it is a lot of work I yeah, spell yeah. Something. Yeah. <laughs> but you know that's when i kind of took a step back from i was kicking that around and i talked to tim flack he's in you know the yeah. valley of youngstown is where i'm out of and he kind of gave me a little insight onto what it would be and whatnot as well and you know that was my that was where the fork in the road, you know, I talk about those different journeys. This yeah. was a journey not taken. And part of my heart was upset because I want to do it all and be it all. And maybe that's the same with Freemasonry. I wasn't ready in my own life for that journey. Yeah. And, and it's still there. Yeah. Scottish Rite didn't go nowhere. Yeah. So. And, and then I was active in committees as well for Scottish Rite. And the membership committee, I was a chairman of the membership committee for years. Okay. And the Family Life Committee. I've been chairman of the Family Life Committee. Um, now I'm just past everything and, and haven't been to a meeting in a long time. Yeah, that's so. gr- there's that grumpy past master. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you can't bring up the budget. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <No. laughs> what, what about, um, you know, York Rite, Allied Masonic, anything that way? Uh, Allied Masonic, I think I'm like junior deacon or something. You know, we only meet quarterly. It's It's... I don't know if you know much about the Allied Masonic I, degrees. It's, I truly don't it's, know anything. It's really cool. Okay. Um, they kind of take degrees that that lodges used to put on. Lodges okay. used to have these little side degrees to teach lessons. Oh, okay. You know, like in Maine, they had like a whaling degree. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. yeah. So kind of cool. like little local flair to them. And, and uh, we're like the, the keepers of that. Okay, that's you know. Cool. So every once in a while, we'll put on one of those little degrees. You know, we'll have a meeting and put on. You know, uh, 
you know, like the Knight of Constantinople or something like that. And it's, it's really neat. And it's a lot of fun. You know, oh, it, it's yeah. almost like, wow, I wish we met more often than quarterly, you know? Yeah. Because, yeah, it's, it's a lot you of fun. May, uh, you know what? Do you have any petitions for those? That, that <laughs> yeah. kind of sounds pretty interesting. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. is. It is interesting. Um, yeah, it, it's a good time. Um, you know, some, yeah. of, some of the, we talk about membership and membership independent bodies too. That's a big. Yeah. Hi, this is Jim Hall, host of the Traveling Man Masonic Podcast. I'd like to personally invite you to check out Brothers and Bonds Co., our sponsor and houser of our merchandise line. Go over and check out all the cool things they have for the Traveling Man Masonic Podcast. Thank you, and back to the show. You know, that's a big thing, too. I think part of that, like right now with the Allied Masonic, we don't do a good enough job marketing ourselves uh, no, to people. No, well, you know, it's actually limited to how many members you can have. Oh, really? Really, yeah. I didn't know I that. could be wrong on this. I want to say it's like 30 or something like that. Or, well, maybe I can't get it. <laughs> yeah. oh, well, I don't, I don't know. Select group. Yeah. <laughs> you would think. <laughs> they let me in. Yeah, let <laughs> can't be that select. <laughs> but, you know, that that's one of those things that, like, I didn't know that. Yeah, I, yeah. And, it, you we, know, until basically I got, you know, a, a, an invitation to join, I was like, what's this all about, you know? Yeah, what is it? I hear people talking in lodge. Well, we got AMD next month, you know? I'm like, hey, what's whatever. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, go, go have fun at that. <laughs> yeah, good <laughs> luck. Like, uh, doctor, what do you think? Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, and, and then, you know, uh, they explained a little bit of, about it to me, and I'm like, wow, that is really yeah. cool, you know? It's, it's crazy. Well, you know, I, and I think – why that sparked a little bit is, and this is a, a Scottish rite. I can't even remember the degree, so I apologize. I'm really dropping the ball. But we had a group from Pittsburgh, the Valley of Pittsburgh, mm -hmm. come and do um, Abe Lincoln. Or the old 16th. There it is. Uh, all right. And, you know. I'm like okay, and I'm I'm not a Scottish right Mason. I was Warry for years. Oh, okay. I was the one that bumped into the president. And yeah, my brother was in the hospital. Yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. that's cool. Well, you know, I wasn't a Scottish right Mason at this point, so I'm like, well, they opened that degree up to the public. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and that's the, and they kind of went through that. And I'm like, oh, all right, that's kind of cool. You know, the difference. There's different degrees out there. Right? Yeah. What are all these other degrees? And if you go to the southern jurisdiction, it's even crazier. Um, okay. They're, they're more still aligned with Albert Pike's written degrees. Oh, and okay. Yeah. 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 I've, I've been to the Valley of Atlanta for their reunion. Okay. And uh, Which is a beautiful building. Um, they the York Wright Room there. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. It's like you walk into a medieval cathedral. The arch ceilings, the stonework. Oh, yeah. Um, their Masonic library, you know, the black and white tiled floor, lunar Bible, you know, the, the Bible that's been to the moon yeah. is, is in there in a glass case. Wow. Yeah. It, amazing. That's pretty And cool. again, I walked through the door and they were like, Hey brother, how are you? Yeah. yeah you yeah, know, just welcoming. welcoming. And yeah. It was great. Yeah. Uh, but the degrees, I said, I'm like, I've seen, you know, the fifth degree in Ohio. This ain't the fifth degree yeah, in Ohio. I don't know what this is. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> but it, they're more or? tightly aligned with uh, Albert Pike's okay. original degrees. Yeah, yeah. You know, that you know, of course, he wasn't the original founders of Scottish Rite. Right. Uh, Freemasonry, that 
I have pictures of their graves at home in Charleston, South Carolina, because that's where Scottish Rite wow. was founded in the United States. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. That's but that but that kind of seeing that little degree like that yeah. is kind of just sparked just now talking yeah. about all that other little stuff. That's like you know what, all that little knowledge that you know. And I want to pair back to football because this is kind of what's on my mind at the moment. We were, I'm doing a comprehensive history of East Palestine football. Oh, nice. Which blows my mind that there isn't one. There, there is like somewhat of one that is a old paper version that's on like ledger 11 by 17 paper. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. Like, you know, like old, yep. like really old. Like a couple people have them floating around town. And, but there isn't anything on a hard drive, on a nothing. And yep. so I'm, I'm going through and I just am picking out the games, you know, who they won, lost by. And I'm going through and each one of this has the entire team and then it has all county, all tri-county, all this stuff. And then I'm sitting there looking and I'm like, you know, if I don't write this down, it's going to be gone. Yeah, it's going to be lost the time. And, and nobody will ever know who was on these teams and who – and it's this is not a Masonic thing at all, but it's the same sort of things that's kind of sparked my interest with – AMD. AMD is like yeah. – well, if I would – I never knew about a side degree or – you know, and it, it makes sense that you would have something that touches on this, like this point of that entirety. You've heard of Masonic Week? Yeah. AMD normally sponsors Masonic Week. There you go. There you go. That's yeah. that's that thing that's like, well, now I want to know. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I got to know all yeah, this stuff yeah. now. So maybe I'll see what I got to do for invitation. Let me see what I can do. Yeah. <laughs> Talk to the guys. <laughs> yeah. So one thing that I, I know in looking through, just just because I – I like to delve into what people have done, especially in the area and stuff. I know you're a 33rd degree. Yes. And for anybody out there that's not Scottish right, you know, you can go and get your fourth through 32nd degree. And once again, that is a lineal movement. And, you know, you're not moving up. You're getting more light. Yes. Is the way I want to say information more education yes, more like the third degree is the highest degree yes. I, I do like to always emphasize but and that's the same with york and shrine and allied and Alan, yep. you know yeah. another but uh the 33rd degree is bestowed on somebody that has done a significant amount of work in their valley or you know there's different things that it could be in the valley in your community you know you could be a scottish right mason and, and a very generous philanthropist Sure. And and earn your 33rd degree. You, you know, it's about outstanding, you know, effort and, and giving. Yeah. 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 And, you know, as somebody along the same frame as John Tricoris, the traveling ambassador, I'm an old school gamer, you know, back in, you know, Nintendo and all that stuff. And oh, there's, yeah. there's achievements. Yeah. You know? So sometimes I start filing some of the stuff and it you know i cross wires into the achievement thing <laughs> yeah of, and i think like you know that's a not that i'm doing any of this for a 33rd or a, you know whatever the the words were yeah. but it the mind thinks what the mind thinks so it's just such an honor 
what what were your thoughts? How were you presented that? Because that's <laughs> uh, you know, you know the greatest thing about being a thirty third was when I got a phone call from the Bilderbergers, the Rothschilds, and the Rockefellers. You know, <laughs> welcoming me to the club for the New World Order. Oh, that that yes, was the no. best part. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, you know, I, I, I tell everybody, you're Master Mason, that's the highest you're going to get. You know, my 33rd ring and six bucks will get me coffee at Starbucks. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> Nothing changes. Nothing changes. Um, you know, you should still be active and keep doing what you're doing. Sure. Um, it is an honor. You know, I it, it, it was a long, well, it was 11 years ago I got my 33rd, you know. Uh, I was floored that I was even considered it was one of those things that she that, that never really crossed my mind yeah you know I was just doing what I thought I needed to be doing and right you know uh, the phone call came I was sequestered for jury duty for a federal court case in Columbus okay um I think I was running a degree supposed to be having a master mason degree okay okay for lodge yeah so I get a phone call from it, and he's he's since passed away from illustrious worshipful brother Arthur D. Michael Bud Michael. Okay. And so he called me up, and and I was making phone calls earlier when I got to the hotel room, saying, "Hey, I'm not going to be able to be there for this Master Mason, trying to get people to step in and sure. fill parts, right, right, right. You know, just just trying to keep things flowing." And <laughs> yeah. he called me, and I was like, "Hey, Bud, you going to be at Lodge tomorrow? We really need your help. I'm glad you called me back." <laughs> Uh, and he says, no, Jason. He says, I called to tell you you've been elected receiver 33rd. And I was like, ah, very funny. I need you a lodge. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'm, st I'm stuck. I'm sequestered in jury duty. <laughs> I need some help, you know. And he's like, no, no. And I, I forget. I, they may have been in, uh, trying to think what town they were in that year. I forget. But, you know, he was states away. Yeah. You know, I think it may be, might have been Milwaukee. You know, and he's like, I'm in Milwaukee. I can't be, you know. <laughs> I'm like, so what are you talking about? And he's like, hey, you got your 33rd. I'm like, nah, nah, quit messing with me, you know. Yeah. And uh, then it, then I was just stunned. I was like, oh, you know. Yeah. That's, it was quite an honor. I, You know, it was speechless, you know. I teared up a little bit. And, you know, then I called my dad. Woke him up at 11 o'clock at night. Oh, know? yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Dad, guess what? Wow. Yeah. I you know what? I'm gonna tear up again. <laughs> Everyone listens, I was like, Jen's a real baby about a little softy. I couldn't imagine Jack calling me and saying, Hey, I got elected. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. and and that's something, you know, somebody that doesn't have a, a sonic lineage like that. I got something even better. Okay. I was I was at at the state table at the Supreme Council when I heard them read my dad's name to be elected thirty third. Wow. Okay. Yeah. That is. And I got to make the phone call to him. That's cool. Yeah. So I called him up and told him that I lost my wallet. Oh. Okay. And I needed money because I lost my wallet. Okay. You know, he's like, all right, no, don't worry. We'll find Western Union. And I'll be able to. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, send him out. Yeah, yeah, the help's on the way. You know what I'm saying? So I, I let him go on. <laughs> this whole big thing. And then I was like, no, nah, I really called to tell you that you've been elected to receive your 33rd degree. So I was the first one to tell my dad. Wow. Yeah. Now, what was the. I, I still wear. This is my dad's ring. My that, ring's at home. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's my dad's 33rd ring. I, I wear. Wow. In his honor, yeah. 
That's cool. <laughs> yeah. What uh? The, what was his response? Because <laughs> silence. Be, so I was going to say <laughs> the, the, yeah, just yeah, silence. There. Yeah, silence. Yeah. And and it wow. was it was great, you know. And then, then me, you know, my wife probably still wants to kill me for this, you know. I told him like, you don't worry about a thing. I was like, hotel suits, tux, <laughs> whatever you need. <laughs> I got it, you. It's, I got you. It, it's on me. Mom needs a gown. Uh, go. Wendy's gonna take her out and buy her whatever she needs. Shoes, jewelry, gown, whatever. You know. Yeah. Yep. Call the tailor. We're getting you new suits for this. <laughs> getting you a new tux because you have to have a tux for tails. Yes. And, yep. And that was in Washington D.C. when he got his. Wow. Yeah. Where was yours when you got yours? Chicago. Chicago. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Wow. That was. It, in, <laughs> it, it's funny, you know, the logistics behind the whole thing. You know, there's, there's certain things I can say and there are certain things I can't. Yeah. I, I can tell you that uh, the degree is impressive. Uh, walking into the room for the degree, I'll never forget till my dying day. Yeah. Um, but uh, before all that, you know, you herded like cats. Okay. Because there's places you have to be and things you have to do. So we're going to go get your 33. And you've seen Scottish Rite degrees. Sure. Basic principle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so we get taken from one hotel and we're herded into an, the, the bottom floor of another hotel. Okay. And we're all packed in a room. And there's from, you know, 11 states, I think. You sure. Know, and in a room not much bigger than this. You know <laughs> what I'm so, saying? Yeah, there's so 100 guys. Yeah, well, anyway. <laughs> and it's hot. Right. And we're wearing tuxedos. Sure. You know, with tails, you know, and piquet vest and shirt and yeah. you know, bow tie. And and the brother beside me had so much Old Spice on. <laughs> he dumped the whole bottle on him. I could taste it. Wow. Wonderful. And, and, and a wonderful friend and brother of mine, you probably know him, uh, Edsel Emery. Yeah. We received ours together. And, okay. And, and Old Spice is to my right. Yeah. And Edsel's to my left. And I'm practically <laughs> sitting on Ed's lap. Okay. Yeah. And he keeps going, scoot over, man. You're killing me. I'm like, dude, I can't, I can't take it. Yeah. I can't take it. I was like, I can, I can taste the old spice. I was like, so then they come out and said, hey, you got a, a break. You know, you can get up and stretch your legs. And why we couldn't have been doing that the whole time, I don't know. We were all just packed in this room waiting. Just sitting. Just sitting there waiting, sweating. Yeah. So, man, as soon as they said that, out the door I went. And there was a little gift shop. Okay. In the bottom of the hotel. And there was like one bottle of Pepsi in the, in the fridge. And I was mowing people over. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, my, bottle that's my bottle of Pepsi. <laughs> no one else. So I get that bottle of Pepsi. And then there was a bar out front. And no one was working the bar. It was kind of, you know, that wasn't open for the day. Yeah, sure. So I sat at one of the stools. And, and Ed come out. I was like, you want some Pepsi? And he's like, yeah, I'm dying. So I just reached behind the bar, grabbed a glass. I was like, here's a glass of Pepsi. Yeah. And then he was like, time to go back in the room. And I was like, no, nah, I'm not going back in that room. Yeah, you know, not, yeah. so it. I'm waiting to laugh. They're gonna have to come out and ask me again. You know, <laughs> so I'm sitting there on that bar. So when Ed goes in, and Old Spice sat down beside Ed, oh. and Ed's like, "Oh, that's my buddy. See, can you scoot over? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe sit beside him again." Oh, <laughs> oh nice move. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Yep. So that that's how the afternoon started on my way to get the my 33rd but yeah it's just it's a memory i'll never forget it and you know i love old spice to death to this day because it gave me a great story well uh, yeah that, you know yeah. what that's the and he was nervous too and it was funny how you've seen people you know react to their nerves there was a piano in one of the hallways yeah in, in the hotel and i'm walking through and, and there, here's a guy that looked like he you know because we're all in tuxedos and stuff 
this brother goes over and sits down at the piano, you know what I'm saying, and flips the thing open and starts playing beautiful classical music, just like Beethoven was sitting there. And I was like, ah, oh, this is amazing. You know, yeah. it's just that it's was just, his way. That of, was his way of, you know, letting off some steam, you know, the nerves. He let them loose on that piano. It was beautiful. Wow. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, that's that's something I always I love to get the perspective of not the the honor, you know, because that's the the beautiful thing when you when you talk to guys that have received a 33rd or a past grand or a right eminent or whatever it is, it's never a, I did it. And, you know, I hate to even sound like I was thinking that way with the gamer thing, but it's never, a, I did it for that. No, You're no, just no. doing your thing and people recognize, you know, that. that you would be discredited. You know, it's one of those things. It's, it's like almost any honor. You can't ask for it. Yeah. If you got to come up and say, hey, I want my 33rd or I want my KYCH or I want this or I want that. It's like it's watered yeah. down. Right? Yeah. Anyway, you know, disqualified. Yeah. You know, nice the, try. The, yeah, nice try. Yeah. That's you know? uh And it should be a surprise to the person, I think. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Because, you know, they're, they're doing the right thing or, you know, there's something sure. that stands out about them. So you want to honor them. So, so and, and to jump into, you know, surprises sort of thing, because I was kind of surprised when this happened to me. I, uh, you're a district education officer. Yes. So obviously yes. that is appointed by the Grand Lodge of Ohio. Yes. And in the district, each district is different due to size and whatnot, but they all have their district deputies mm -hmm. and then their district education officers. And the deputies kind of handle the running of the district education officers. Handled education. Kind yeah, of, yeah, yeah, and all the workshops and yeah, you know, yeah. all the all the grunt work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, yep. exactly. But you have to be recommended by your district advisor, mm -hmm. appointed by the grandmaster, mm -hmm. and it's a district position. It's a very, it's a prestigious thing. It is. There are thousands and thousands of thousands of men on these walls and men in different lodges who never got that opportunity. As you can see from Palestine, we have. Three past deputies. Yeah. Out of yeah. 153 years and how many thousand Masons? Like, yeah. So yeah. it doesn't happen a yeah. lot. I think in Pilgrim, I'm the first district education officer in 63 years, 67 years, something like that. Yeah. That's, yeah. you know, and that's the same, you know, when John, when Wright War School brother John Martin went through, they didn't have the, edu the education mm -hmm. officers. They had taken them away for a while. Yeah. So, and I haven't spoke to Wright Wars brother Gary Snedden. I don't know if we had him then. So, yeah. I know at least by John Martin, I, I'm the first one in Palestine. So, yeah. Um, what was that conversation like? Who, who called you? And was it the same sort of like, oh, my God, thing? Because obviously at this point, as your, your journey – You've already you're as a has been. You're a, yeah. You're a, you're a past master. You're you know a past thirty third. You know they're oh. those are very big deals. Oh yeah, you and, know all the York right bodies. You know yeah. uh, past so, high priest, past you know so, illustrious so, master, past eminent commander, all that. Since you you know since you wear the crown and carry the orb instead, <laughs> <laughs> but but no, you've been through the ringer a little bit yeah. on that. It isn't your first ask for yeah. some of this stuff. What was the feel? Who asked you, and what did you think after that when they said, you know, 
because that's kind of part of Grand Line. Yeah, well, Kevin Todd called me, and first off, when you see Kevin Todd's name on your, <laughs> you your front, like, you're like, right. I'm like, oh, what did I do? Uh, yeah, you know, yeah, that's yeah, most virtual. You and that's it. He's 2012. Yeah, he district advisor. Yeah, yeah, you know. And I'm thinking, oh, what did I do? Sure. Uh, you know, back in my head, I'm starting thinking, okay, what conversations did I have? Did I make mad about this? <laughs> yeah. You know, what controversy right. have I brought up? Right. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so I answered the phone, and, you know, talked to him for a few minutes, and all the pleasantries, you know, because Kevin is such a wonderful guy. Oh yeah, he's you best. know, yeah. a lot of people, are, you know, get intimidated by the title, but you know, he's he's just uh, most, yeah, he's down, to earth, he's down to earth. He's just a wonderful guy to talk to. You yeah, know, he's yeah. funny. We have a good time when I talk to him. He rides motorcycles. You know, yeah. Um, the, you know. So we started talking, and he was like, hey, you know, it's been brought to my attention that you would make a great, you know, district education officer. You know, would you think about this? I said, yeah, I'd think about it. And he was like, well, you know, you want to talk to your wife or whatever? I'm like, no, she don't care what I do. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Another night I'm gone, yeah. yeah. Here we yeah, go. Here we go. Yeah, so uh, I said, yeah, and I did talk to my wife and called him back. I said, yeah, we're in good shape, you know. And, of course, sent over all the information I needed to fill out and all that. But it was a total surprise. I, you know, it's another one of those things you get blindsided by because yeah. I didn't realize, you know, that I was even in, would be even considered in the district. Right. You know, because we have a big district. Yeah. With a lot of great Masons in it, sure. you know. You know, going from Canfield to, you know, Smithfield, Ohio, that's. Sure. that's 24 a, lodges, I think. Yeah. Just over 4,000 Masons. Yeah. That's a lot of. That is a big chunk. One of the larger districts yeah. in the state. Yeah, and uh, it, it definitely took me by surprise. Yeah. And uh, then I thought about it and said, sure, you know, it's another way for me to meet more great people, yeah. you know, yeah. and, and rehash some old friendships. Sure. You know, I've always liked to travel. Yeah. You know, yeah. And, and travel to different lodges, as you know. You know, I've been all over <laughs> right. the place doing it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it, it was a great excuse to get out there and start doing it again. Sure. Yeah. You know, that's... You talk about, you know, the watered down part of if you ask about it, you get marked off. Yeah. And every, everyone's heard this story a little bit, but, you know, I. one of those things about masonry, like I said, the Allied Masonic degree, and, yeah. you know, we don't market some of that stuff or the information isn't readily available, we'll say. So I know myself, I, I'm like, I don't know. Do you ask? Do you have to? Like, how do you? How do you, you go about how it? How do you put yeah. your hat in the ring? So most people don't want their hat in the ring. I, I have found. I just, you I know. just didn't even know. So I'm like, yeah. so I, I shot Kevin an email. I don't know when it wasn't. It wasn't like I shot him an email. And next day I got a call. It was yeah. Pro it probably was over a year. I shot him an email. I'm like, hey, I, I just don't know what the protocol is what the here. protocol is do i have to say i'm like that looks like something that would be, be really cool you well know? you were probably on the radar for a long time as active as you were in the district you know and i can tell you from the moment i met you i knew man there's a rising star don't make my head any bigger no, I, I know, but, but it's it's the truth you know thank you. you get it thank you you know appreciate and, that but that was the so i i went through that and then I talked to Miss Worst Brother Reigns a little bit, and he, I was talking about how you get in Grand Line, and he's like, "Well, if you ask, you're not going to get in." And in the back of my head, I'm like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> like I just, told, I just asked a past Grandmaster, "How do you get into 
to be DEO or how do you get in that? Well, that, that's a, that's and, an honest question though. You didn't yeah. say, "Hey, I want to be." You were like, but, "How do you go about this?" And and that's that's a fair question. So you know what's going through my mind is like, "Well, that's out." Like I, I just wrote it off, like whatever, I'm done with that. And before I started, and then before episode ten, Ryan Crescena was just coming down the steps. Which once again, everybody knows that I'm softy, but I don't really like crying in front of everyone. That's just a man thing, I guess. And Kevin had asked, I mean, I'm still on the phone with him, and Ryan comes trotting down the steps because we recorded in my basement. Yeah. And I get off, and I'm crying, and he's like, somebody died. You okay? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. And, and I got, you know, he was the first one I told, you know, yeah. that I told my wife. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, that's just, uh, that, that's why that experience in itself, I really like to see how people reacted yeah, I, I was I was honored. I was surprised. Yeah, you know, uh, and it's funny how secretive they keep the process of uh, until you're you know appointed at yeah. Grand Lodge, and but everybody knows your secret. Yeah, that's it. That's it. It's a secret, <laughs> yeah. but then it's like it's not a secret. Yeah, you get you know? Uh, you know you get people coming up to you. Hey, I heard this. I'm like. Yeah, this I stuff from nobody. I didn't tell no my wife knows you know but you post it on Facebook or something <laughs> yeah right right <laughs> so um what's the what's the comparison or is there a comparison of the DEO because that's kind of a Ohio thing in the 33rd and I, just because I've never experienced you know uh Sort the, of the same the, but different. Yeah, it's the same but different. You're honored. You're surprised. Why me? You know yeah, what? What have yeah. I done to deserve this? Sure. Um. I, when you receive your thirty third, they tell you, you know, your work isn't done. It's just beginning. Yeah. You know. Uh, but when you take a district and they honor you like this, um, they back that up. The yeah. work is just beginning, you know. There's sure. there's clear cut definition of what your job duties are. Yeah, and you know, so I, I like that part of it. Sure, you know, it is nice to know. There's expectations. Yeah, you know, yeah. that's it's a sort of thing, and I I do this a lot when you look at you know the way the district lines pan out and whatever, and it's I you know I think about like John Martin. Yeah, and. For anyone that doesn't know Wright Wars brother John Martin, when I say the legend, when I call him the legend, yeah. I don't say that to his face because yeah. that's, you know, I say call him Wright Wars brother yeah. always. That man knows that little blue book oh, front yeah. front to back without opening it. Yeah. Like yeah. I, he's one of the few people and I know you have guys in we we always call the north and the south. North and the district, yeah. you know, the Mason yeah. Dixon line. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, when he does our installation, he does it from memory. Yeah. He doesn't open the book. Yeah. He does, you know, and that's the same, every part yeah. of it. So to think of ever being just in the district line, I'm not even talking about a deputy. Just, you know, that's like standing on the shoulder of giants. Absolutely. Like there's Absolutely. so much knowledge and, you know, yeah. things that they've done for the district that I, that pride is like, I hope someday I measure up to that. Somebody yeah, looks at yeah, me. Yeah, that's and he's the like, scary part. You know, you yeah. know, like John Martin, and then you know Jim Feast, and and uh, you know Manny Garcia down south. Yeah, and, you know, there's all these people that came before us 
you know, Harold Cook, Willie Pierce, all these guys. Yeah. Uh, how do you how do you stand up to that? Yeah. How am I measured? You know, uh, not, yeah. I'm not saying I'm a district deputy at all, but you're in that realm. When you're you in that realm. Yeah. Officer, and you're like, looking around and you're like, how do I fit in this room? Yeah. 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 That's yeah. a. It's a humbling thing. It is. You, it's very, very that. humbling. Uh, you know, you know, I, I, yesterday we, me and the wife celebrated, uh, our, we did a vow renewal for our 25th I wedding saw anniversary. That. Uh, congratulations. And, 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 you know, part of my, my speech was to her that, uh, you know, uh, Ari, you know, she has humbled me because arrogance leads to darkness and yeah. sunlight is the best disinfectant. And, yeah. uh, she was, she's my sunlight. Yeah. You know, but you can, you can think of it the the same here, you know, sure. You know, that you can't become arrogant. No, no, because arrogant, you know, pride, you know, cometh before the fall. Yeah. And, and, you know, you really have to practice Freemasonry. Yeah. That's, that's such a big deal. Yep. What, you know, to stay in that district realm, but shift gears a little bit, because this is something, this being my first year as district education officer, which has been really cool that you and I have got to bond a little more yes, and with yes. Jason Short as well is that, you know, we kind of work as a team. What was the experience seeing the back end of Freemasonry? I don't want to say that in a way of like it's bad, but gentlemen come and they see Blue Lodge Masonry and the stated meetings and all that. They never see the behind the scenes of the inspection reports, the DEO reports, the all of that stuff that the cog that continues to move the machine, but is not up front for the normal Mason. I'll say, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's in, it's eye opening and, and interesting to see, you know, wow, yeah. what it all takes to keep everything moving. Sure. And you know, when you get a new grandmaster, you know, every year coming in with his ideas and his edicts and his plans, right? And how we have to implement that and get the lodges on board. Uh, it's a lot of work, and uh, sure. it's interesting to see. You know, it was eye-opening. Like, wow, it takes a lot to do this. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's it's not just, oh, come to Lodge and do your thing. And yeah. St- you know, I'm a DEO. I'm going to come in there and be like, oh, great presentation. Yeah, you know, you know, <laughs> yeah oh, look at me. Yeah, look at this apron. <laughs> yeah. Look, yeah. Um, and, and, you know, you have to go and see some programs and go to different lodges and and do basically schools of instruction you know wardens and deacons training and hopefully a master craftsman type training and things of that nature so there's a lot that we do in audit training oh yeah Yeah, Yeah, remember last year yeah i was a it was like being a dentist pulling teeth (laughs) yeah nobody wants to come no one wants to come see that you know and it was easy it was super easy to hear watch watch the video you watch the video you're getting it from you know right from the source yeah Uh, Oh my goodness! Yeah, and yeah, you can be a babysitter at times. Sure, you know, you know, and, it's, that's, and I, that's the hard part of the job is 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 that is is leading people and letting them know why they need to do this. Yeah, you know, because there's responsibilities when you become an officer in lodge. You know, everybody says, "Well, Masonry's a volunteer organization." If you're going to sit on the sidelines, it absolutely is. You can come and go as you please. Right. You can make the meetings you want. You can stay home on the meetings you don't want to come. When you take the oath of office, yeah, you've obligated yourself to a, a higher, you know, standard. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can definitely, uh, you know, concur with that, you know, just going through and doing the, the LEO 
getting the reports back for my report. Uh, yeah, and sometimes that was. It's it's like herding cats. It is. And the hard part is, I know, I know all of these guys. <laughs> like, I know they're doing their uh, yeah LEO presentations. I know they're yeah. good at it. They're, yeah. It's just like send me the list of what you've done. It, yeah. All it's I need the, is titles and dates. Like yeah, I don't need yeah. your fourth bor- born on your grandfather's side or <laughs> yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. I'm not asking for blood here. I'm yeah. asking ten minutes of your time. And and that's that was a real eye opening thing with the, the back end of like Yeah. Come on. And it, once again I would download the report and send it all to him. Here it is. You have no excuse. You don't have to find it on Grand Lodge, which is easy to find, but I'll take that part of the equation out for you. Yeah, Here's the and, report. Fill it out. And that's what I was glad that you and Jason Short said. Like, listen, man, <laughs> don't even leave it up to them. Send the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. It's right there. It's black and white. And so I did that, and it was still like I never got it. Yeah. <sighs> I actually have the email I sent you right here, but that's all right. Yeah, we'll, you know, yeah. we'll send it along. And, that's, and once again. It's not my job to get upset at them. It's my job to see that it gets done. That's right. So That's right. it's okay. Here it is again. And, you know, some, same as everything else, we work at the speed of masonry. Yeah. So, yeah. you know. But we have deadlines. You know, two weeks after inspection, our yeah. reports do. Yeah. You know, I don't want to call from, you know, the junior grand deacon or whoever's in charge of it this year. You know, yeah, say, hey, Jason, where's your education report? Yeah. Exactly. Uh, let me get it. Let me call. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah. I don't know what happened. That's the, the real eye-opening thing. And not a bad thing. It's just yeah. something that you can kind of see the speed of how things work and why they work the way they yeah. work. You know, that's something you don't get on the front end. And we have a lot of members that just don't use computers or yeah. aren't that good at it. And, and it's it's a difficult, you know. It's, you know. But what, do you, what do you tell lodges about their line you know if you don't have a computer you shouldn't be an officer that's is, is that what you tell them you might be missing on a, a great worshipful master sure. or you know someone that you know a fantastic treasure and that yeah but the it, times it, are also changing that you know that there's is, there's the, that's the razor's edge you, you we got to walk yeah and it, especially as grand lodge is probably really trying to navigate that i you know i don't know i'm not privy to all that but that's a difficult position for them to try and navigate well you know that's i think that's you know just in life too like you don't if you're not changing if you're not moving forward you're falling behind exactly you never stay the same yeah and so we always we have to continue to push and there there will always be that ebb and flow of yeah we push but you got to remember that you know some people walk before they run yes so some guys are going to jump right in and, oh, I love this, and boom, 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 boom. And there's other guys you're going to have to say, you know what? You're in this position. Maybe we need to have a guy in Lodge that can help you get yes, whatever that may Maybe you have to. Maybe they're the ones that have to type everything out for you. Yeah. Or something, yeah. something like, listen, yeah, I With the assistant like secretary and yeah. assistant treasurer, maybe get a younger guy that, that does use computers in there. And, and you can train him on your job, you know, because yeah. you know, as, as we know, treasurers and secretaries are lifetime appointments. Yes. You oh, know? yeah. And, and we've run into <laughs> situations in this state where what if something happens? Yeah, it's like the... Now the lodge is in a really bad position, 
you've taken someone that, that that does a lot of the work, you know, and knows and knows how to navigate the system, yeah. and, and and they're not there any longer. Sure. And then someone's got to come in and try and pick up the pieces. Yeah. Where if you have an assistant and you're using them, yeah, that it, it, it's a smoother transition and get a younger guy that can use a computer and say, okay, here's our inspection reports. Type this up, and send it in. Yeah, and I I think that that's. You know, you can kind of see some of those moves that, you know, that's a Grand Lodge move of saying, hey, yeah. we see a problem here. This is the start of how we're fixing some of that. You said something earlier that, that really struck a chord with me, you know, like our, our long-term planning committee. Yeah. Kudos to East Palestine for having that. You know, I just went around and did education programs pretty much you know, the different lodges on that, how they need to have long-term plans. The Grand Lodge sure. has a long-term plan. they got a five-year plan or whatever yeah. it is. Does your lodge have one? That's Are your officers thing. bought into it? You know, how do you want to move forward? Lay the groundwork out now and have your officers continually moving for that groundwork and, and updating and changing the goals. Yeah. You know, that's that's a very important part of running your lodge. You know, there's there's uh, there's only two of us on it. <laughs> <laughs> on it myself and worship brother Wade that's Bear. okay but you have to have somebody on it that is willing to look at the gentleman and i'm just going to put it in a sense of a officer line chair if i'm appointing jason gorney as senior as junior steward i'm really appointing you as master absolutely so it, are you the guy seven years down the road that'll be the guy number one Okay, that's that is the thing, and but it's more complex than that because I can't appoint seven Jason Gorneys. I can't appoint seven Jim Halls to no. be cheerleaders and rah rahs and whatever because yep. everybody's not like that. Every yeah. nation's not like that, and you won't have that many guys in lodge like that. So there's a ebb and flow of. I've said ebb and flow a lot. That's really key. Like Jim, stop mm -hmm. saying that. I'm still saying it because it sounds cool. Because we're ebbing and flowing. Yeah, that's it. The The talk goes on back and forth. But where do you place the guy that compliments Jason Gorney or a Jim Hall next? Yeah. And then after that, because if you have three Jason Gorneys, by the end of the third Jason Gorney, it's like, oh, we've heard this song. Yeah, three, we're stagnant Three again. years in a row. We're stagnant again. And, and that's the part of the planning committee because we're not planning long range is we're letting those masters and guys coming up know you need to be paying attention to yeah. look at how the line flows look at yeah the gentlemen who do we need next are we you know do we have to if you have four guys that aren't talkers you know what i mean yeah by the end of that it's like well, we, we're not talking a lot you know you know things meetings shorten up things change yes. things you know and that isn't you know i'm i'm gonna you know ben barnes not a talker and we know that he was on episode one he was yeah. you know but not that he's a bad mason he's a great mason yeah he's a, he's he's a great a guy junior warden and it will be a great master because masonry is giving him a lot of that stuff that he needs for that but that doesn't change the fact that if him and i are in a room I'm still going to do 90% of the talking because I'm just a blabbermouth. You guys are hearing it right now. <laughs> but you need that. You need a Jim and a Ben. Yes. You need a, a Jason and a whoever the next guy is. Yeah. You know. 
to make that lodge continue to be dynamic and not stagnant. Not if you have if you have seven talkers, there isn't enough oxygen for everybody else. To, the, the, yes, you know. So and then on top of it is where's our building going? Shaker Woods. What if we lose Shaker Woods? And that's all stuff that we do. We have a set in stone plan. Maybe not, but we are at least addressing the the thought of the possibility. What happens if? Yeah, you know. So. And that's a big deal. Assessments for everybody. Yeah. and Well, you know, that's what would happen without exactly. a plan. Yeah. You know, oh, you know, we, can't, the, we can't pay the bills, oh so now God. we have to assess the membership to get the money to pay the bills. Yeah. And then that that starts a whole other ball rolling. Yeah, we don't, we no, don't you, want to go you don't want to get in that road. position. Yeah. 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 You got to treat everybody, every candidate. Uh, I've always said treat every candidate. That's the next grandmaster. You're true. That's that, the next grandmaster of Ohio, right? How, and how do you know? You don't know, so you got to treat them all like that. You know, I I think of, uh, you know, I can only look into my own journey, and next grandmaster. <laughs> yeah, right. The 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 kid, the the twenty eight year old or whatever I was. Yeah, twenty eight. That's ten years. Uh, the twenty eight year old when he came out of the EA. And they said, what do you think? And I'm like, it was good. Because I know that's what I said. I yeah, it's no, about all you I can say. I had no idea. Like, it was fun. Like, I have a, can I have ice cream now? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, that guy is now a DEO. Yes. You know, and at that point, nobody, you know, they didn't even know if I was going to finish the process. No. And, no, they didn't know if you were going to come back and return. And, no and that's that's the thing is if you, if you take one of those guys and it's like, well, you know, he wasn't that motivated, so whatever. Like you're doing, you're doing yourself, your lodge, him, the fraternity, such a disservice because he may be the guy. The yeah, you got to talk to him, you know, and, and find out what they're interested in and, yeah. and if they want to take it. Too many times we get a we we raise a brother and we're like, ah, we can fill a chair now. Yeah, I I I go back and forth. My wife teaches. And I, I go on tangents here, so here we go. But my wife teach, teaches special education in middle school. And some of the stories you hear just are absolutely heartbreaking. Yeah. Because you know, yeah. these kids are in these situations. And, you know, the thing that really sticks out to me is what if one of those kids that is in this just situation, and she'll say, like, this kid, he's so smart or so whatever, and just – for whatever is going on in his life will just turn out the way you know it's going to turn out yes. 99% of the yeah. time. What if that's the kid that cures cancer? What if somewhere in his brain the key is there? Yes. That's the exact same thing in Lodge. What if that guy's the guy that has the next speech, the next whatever that may be, and it's hard to say because it's not like a cure. You can't, you're not looking at cure amazingly no but he's the guy the next grandmaster the that's next right deputy whatever it is but you didn't take the time to invest in him what a disservice you know yeah absolutely you know what's it say on our petition uh something about are you willing to give the same amount of time to others as others have given to you yeah and that's true yeah that's a hard thing to there's yeah. sometimes one that's you can lose sight of that. So, yeah, oh, I'm so busy. Well, you know what? A lot yeah. of people took a lot of time to get me. Yes, to and we got to make sure that we're given that time. Yeah, 
Exactly. Yeah, because if we don't, what's what's that say on a potato? Well, yeah, they gave me five minutes of their time. Yeah, that's it. That's, that's all it. it was. Yeah, cash my check. And, yeah, thanks yeah, a lot. Thanks. See, see you, buddy. Come back, please. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's where we really need to. To, to work on yeah I, I think yeah you know I, i'm a big fan of trying for retention oh absolutely yeah. you have yeah. to it's it's you know okay we're bringing new members in we got to retain them and we got to retain the members we have yeah and, and do something about it absolutely absolutely dude i'm tired of walking into lodges and seeing eight guys it's terrible aggravating and, and you know i i say this so many times about lodges for anyone that's a superman fan Lodge is like my fortress of solitude. Absolutely. Like I, I come in there and the the whatever politics that are going on that you get jargoned down and just in your life with quarrels and whatever. Yeah, you whatever know, it is. Because you're going to have them. Everybody yeah. has them. I can come in there and for that hour or whatever it is, there isn't anything wrong. It's just a group of people that want the best for me and I can shield out all the bad, yeah. you know. When my dad died, yeah, it was rather sudden, and uh, we were best friends. You know, sure. we traveled masonically all over the place. Went to lodge, you know, every meeting. Yeah. You know, um, they lived right across the street from me. You know, right. um, it's funny. I work from home. You know, when I'm not traveling, and he would see my truck there or something, he'd come over and be like, "What are we getting into today?" And I'd be like, "I'm working." You know, same as I told you yesterday, the day <laughs> before, the day yeah. before. Because yeah. his idea was, you know, you get up in the morning, you go to work, and you come home at 5 o'clock, and then, you know, if you're home, you're not working. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, my my dad died, and, you know, of course, everybody showed up for the funeral, and, you know, I did my dad's funeral service. Wow. Um, okay. Yep. And, uh, and then I remember going back to Lodge after that, and, and, and you know, I broke down. You know, it was, it was like coming home. It was, you know, it just felt right. Yeah. 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 Wow. And, and that's the brotherhood. You know what I'm saying? They were all there for me. Yeah. And, they you, had you your know. back. And um, yeah, I, I told a past master, Jim Eckert, and a wonderful man. And mm -hmm. it, of course, he's, you know, he's in his 80s now. Sure. And, uh, but he come through the door at, at the funeral home. And uh, of course, his parents have been gone a long time, you know. And, uh, and his dad was a member of Pilgrim Lodge. Okay. You yeah. know, and a past master of Pilgrim Lodge. And sure. Jim's a past master. And, and I says, well, I guess we're part of the same club now, Jim. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, and he says, yeah, unfortunately, Jason, I didn't think of it that way. But, yeah, we are part of the same club now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. I didn't think of yeah. it like that. Yeah. The only thing I'd like to say is, you know, if you're if you're a brother and a mason, Ohio, wherever you're at, go to lodge, participate, yeah. uh, be a part of it. You know, it, sure. it, it's the craft is beautiful, and it does wonders. Um, you know, so don't forget that. You know, yeah. if, if you can't make it to meetings, visit a lodge on the day you can. Yeah. You know, it. travel. You got to do this card. We're allowed to travel in foreign countries, you know. Sure. <laughs> right. So get out there and use it and, and be part of the brotherhood. It, it's amazing. It's beautiful. You'll be a better person for it. Absolutely. With that, Worshipful, I want to thank you for coming on the show. It's been an absolute pleasure. Uh, pleasure is all mine, Jim. Thank you. It was an honor to be, be here with you today. Sure, sure. Mm -hmm. And I want to thank all of you out there for listening, and we'll see you again.